five, four, three, two, one. I counted in reverse. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. I was gonna say that, and I then I was like, it... but I got called stupid last time I said that, so we I'm not are... gonna say it this time. We are at... We are on episode <laughs> 52. We have been doing this for an entire year, and that is yeah. the first time that I screwed up my first own countdown. Time. Oh, okay, that you screwed the yourself countdown. up. Okay. I, I've screwed up the intro before, but <laughs> I... I have screwed you up a lot. <laughs> you've done that too, but I've never screwed up the countdown. Normally, okay. I count up into the episode and count down before I hit record and before it uh, blew its record. Anyway. <laughs> hey, if, you, if you're still listening at this point, thank you for being with us for, for an entire year. Um, yep. But yeah, this is a, this is a big moment. Uh 52 episodes. We have been doing this when we started this because of the whole lockdown thing, just to have something to do, and then we had so much fun doing it, we kept doing it, and here we are, one year later, and we have not missed an episode. Indeed. I mean, aside from the fact it's the thing that we've been thinking about for years, but that's not kind of pushed us to actually do it, so yeah, I suppose we can put that That's a good point, yeah, we we had been talking about doing it in the background, but Anyway, a uh, quick little uh, warning before we get into the topics in segment one. Um, at least the second topic we talk about is going to, uh, let's say, have something to do with uh, sexual misconduct. So if that's something that you don't want to hear about, um, when we get to that point, skip ahead. Because segment two is, actually segment two is about Pulp Fiction, so it, it honestly doesn't get much better. <laughs> segment three! <laughs> Segment three, we've got something planned for that. We're actually going to look through some of our old episodes and see old topics that we've talked about. Basically, do a year in review. Look at yeah, some things. Sh- there shouldn't be any sexual content, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this episode. We were both naked. <laughs> oh, man. But So the first one, and I have to talk about this because I've seen this all over my YouTube feed for the last few days. Uh, and that is uh, Netflix's painful attempt to do a reboot of the Masters of the Universe TV show from the 80s. Specifically, well, mo- most people know it as, like, He-Man. Which, the show was called Masters of the Universe. He-Man was the main character. I never watched this show growing up. I was a Transformers kid. That's what I watched. Um, but it was fairly popular in the U.S., um, Especially amongst the uh, the generation that was born either in uh, or just after the '80s, and it, this this show, like, let me just describe what they did to it. So, they brought it back, and animation beautiful. I've actually I watched the first episode of it, kind of in preparation for this um, for this little bit here. The animation is gorgeous. It looks awesome. And there's this big epic fight in the middle of it where it's He-Man versus Skeletor and, you know, there's all this stuff happens and then Skeletor attacks this uh, magical orb thing and it, it causes, you know, this huge explosion. He-Man sacrifices himself to, to stop it. And this is where things get a little weird. So one, in episode one, they kill He-Man. Oh. That's already weird. But but then, and I the rest of the show I know about mostly from watching reviews of it. I have not watched the entire show myself. I'm going to put that out there right now. Right. Essentially what they do is He-Man dies, and it's revealed that He-Man was actually the prince of this kingdom that is the main 
thing of the show. I don't know a whole lot about the lore, I, uh, so I don't no. actually have a huge emotional investment in this one. I'm not as offended if they fuck it up on like other shows that I've seen. Um, so but considering, so obviously I haven't seen it either. I was born a lot later than it was released. Yeah, and but I, I know about it for sure. Like everyone said, he man. Uh, and if you haven't heard of He-Man, you've probably heard of the song. Yeah, the, the Yeah, Yeah, yes. Yeah song. I'm already laughing when I hear about it. Um, like, that's been parodied to hell, and also it's just like, it's just a jamming song. Um, yeah. But the- and yeah, like, so, it's kind of, uh, I don't know much about it. I'm assuming if he dies in episode one, then he comes back in the next one. He does come back, but apparent according to the people I've watched that have you know, like watched the whole series, mm. he comes back, uh, but it's like episode six or seven or something like that. Um, right. But well, actually, no. Hold on. There's only five episodes. So it's, I think it's like the fourth or fifth episode. Mm. But it's it's near the end of the series when he comes back. But yeah, point. I mean, point being, I didn't really. I was born at the tail end of the '80s, so. I caught a few episodes of this on reruns, but it wasn't something I watched like live when it was actually coming yeah. out. Um, so he dies. Then his grieving, it's revealed that he was secretly the prince of this thing. Because the whole premise of the show, as I understand it, was he uses this sort of power to transform him from like the more modest prince of this kingdom into He-Man, this big, like bulky warrior man. Right yeah, when he gets the master sword, right? Yeah, exactly. Like Hyrule Castle. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he goes off to save Zelda. No, it, no he what? is Zelda. <laughs> God damn it! So he dies, and then his parents are like, you know, grieving because they find out this is his son. And this is where things got weird in the first episode. And I'd I'd, I'd heard this from other. Rev- I actually watched the um, Critical Drinker did a review of it, and so. His review was made, what made me want to like talk about this and and watch the first episode to see it, if it was as bad as it sounded. Yeah. Um, and it's true at this point. This other character, and I'm trying to remember her name. It starts with like an L or something like that. Maybe I know how bad you are with names. So. Layla or I don't. I, Let's yeah. call her Layla. Yeah, we'll call her Layla. Whatever her name is. She apparently is another major character, or maybe a minor character. The original show had a ton of different characters. She's pissed that he never told her who he was as He-Man. The grieving parents are pissed because they lost their son. So they fire the head of their household guard who was a loyal servant and obeying the orders of the prince to not reveal his secret identity. And in the middle of all this happening, Layla, or whatever her name is, gets wicked pissy at, like, the rest of them and goes, like, it's like, but I was lied to. This is the worst thing ever. And she quits and runs off. Right. And then fast forward a few years, and for the rest of the show, and this, this is after... I've watched. Again, I've only watched the first episode. Um, She apparently becomes a lesbian mercenary. Okay. And I'm I'm not I'm not saying that facetiously. She's actually a lesbian. She spends most the rest of the show is her and like her little 
girl club and a lion all going around and I don't know solving mysteries and fighting people okay. or something. Do they do they woke up high it? Um, I wouldn't go. I mean, the moment I hear that kind of they they I don't know. In in a, in a way, so they they made they made that main they made the main chick um look she well she looks like a man. To okay, just to put it bluntly, she got like You're the, just saying she's muscly. No, no, she's got like the brick jaw chin. She has like you know shoulders like you know yeah, like she man, yeah, essentially. Like okay. she imagine like what what's that uh, tennis player um who got like really famous for um. Uh... Don't know. I, I can't. Tennis. Yeah, sorry, I can't. But she was on one of my biology books in college. Right. Remember. <laughs> um, anyway, but think like the most athletic woman you've ever seen, and then double that size. That's what she looks like, and she's got the lesbian haircut where it's like shaved on one side and combed over. The crew cut is that what it is? Uh, no, no, like the the emo haircut where you shave like one side of your head and have the rest of it like flopped over to one oh, side. Oh, like what I've got right now. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the lesbian hair. You could have said so sooner, mate. So I again, I don't want to like pick at the aesthetics too much because whatever. She could have looked like that, and it could have still been a good story. But apparently, from what I've heard, the writing is just abysmal. Um, okay. Also, what I'm but, really interested in. Hold on. Deluxe. Okay. One, one last Go thing. On. In episode four or five, He Man does come back, mm -hmm. but he comes back as a whiny bitch, and then they kill him again. Okay. So they kill the main character from the original show twice. Yeah. Shit. So he and does he come back after that? I have no idea. I imagine we find that out in okay. season two or something like that. Do we find out? Because obviously, Skeletor, classically, the big baddie. Um, everyone yeah. knows what he looks like. Yeah. People who don't know what He Man looks like knows what Skeletor looks like. Yeah. I knew um, who Skeletor was before I knew who He Man was. Yeah, I think I, I did as well. Um, does it explain why he's evil? Oh, well, I think that's a, explained in the original show. Like, oh, okay. he's he's trying to... I think he's trying to, like... You know, the classic 80s cartoon villain. He's trying to get power to rule the world, or something like okay. that. Okay. So he's doing it for, like, domination over the rest of the world. Okay. Essentially, yeah. That's and fine. so his his goal in this one is to, like, you know, uh, kill this magical orb thing, which they established in the first episode, so that his enemies don't have power and he can more easily conquer or something like that. Honestly, what I want to see, right... Is, you know how, uh, I think it was the Marvel Universe remade Venom as, a, like, had his own story and he was fucking badass and it was a great yeah, film. Yeah, I want to see that for Skeletor. I would love, honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd watch a Skeletor series. That would be fucking, like, I didn't, got like I awesome said, I didn't, laugh. I didn't even watch <laughs> the, ha <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. didn't, I didn't watch the, uh, original He-Man series, but I would, I would watch a Skeletor series. I mean, he's, he's probably the coolest person in the series. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, and he doesn't have those morals holding him back. He would make a great film. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've talked about this before. It's one of the reasons I found, like, Megatron from the original Transformers series to be a compelling mm. character. So transformative. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, I mean, that that's kind of the long and short of it, is they've, they've taken an old 80s cartoon... 
Mm. And they have done what they... What, what seems to be happening with increasing regularity to a, a lot of reboots yeah. is they're taking minor characters and they're essentially putting a skin on a concept that isn't that interesting. Mm. Because... I, there was potential here. I could even I could see that. Like I wasn't a fan of the original series, but watching that first episode for like the first, I want to say for like the first half of it or so, I was actually into it. I was like, oh, this is cool. The animation is cool. They're fighting. There's like all these, you know. The I was like, I don't know who these characters are really, other than like He Man and Skeletor and whatnot. But you know, I would love to hear more about them. And then at the end of that episode. They killed the characters I was interested in, and then fired or emasculated the ones that, like, were not dead. Yeah. Uh, it's just... I don't know. Netflix is having a rough time of it right now. Their stock is going through the floor, uh, yeah. too. Um, and I think it's not helpful. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> dare I say, I think it's probably not as bad for Netflix as it probably actually is. Because... I know certain news journalists do love to blow things out of proportion. Oh, and yeah. Like, especially there's that, that one YouTuber that we both talked about a lot, and he definitely fucking blows shit out of proportion. <laughs> to be fair, the guy that you're talking about, he, he owns his own marketing company, so I think that, that has something to do with it. Right, yeah, okay. Um, he, he has the, uh, the ability to... He's got the spin, the talent for doing yeah. the spin. Like, since you told me about it the other day, I've seen, like, four different videos on the same topic from him. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, may, I don't think it's but, as bad But as one, thi one thing I would recommend, though, is I, I would highly recommend, um, and this is something I, I recommend in general, like, um, there, there are YouTubers that I follow that I wouldn't recommend to everyone. One YouTuber that I would recommend to everyone is Critical Drinker. Like... Guy's absolutely hilarious, and he's usually spot on with his critiques on like well, movies and stuff. Although, and this is a kind of, I guess, a critique of him a little bit. Uh, personally, I find that about a quarter of the way into the video, you've probably heard all the opinions he has. Uh, he does repeat himself a lot. He does. Yeah. Um, as good as his opinions are, and they're very funny videos. That would just be my uh, suggestion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Anything else regarding? Uh, no, no. That's that's really it. It's just um, you know another beloved '80s franchise revived and then shat on. Yeah. Well, um, seems to be the way that a lot of uh, reboots turn out these days. I'm just like I'm not looking forward to the day that they revive the animated uh, Transformers series and Optimus Prime is a whiny little bitch. Uh, I mean, they kind of already have. Well, <laughs> I mean, they they did the opposite. They actually took all the soul out of the series and cast Shia LaBeouf in the movies. So, I mean, yeah, they they exactly they kind of they they castrated a little bit. Anyway, you had something to talk about, and this is the one spoiler spoiler, but warning. This is what I I warned about at the beginning of the episode. Is uh, this one's a bit uh, spicy, but. Actually, surprise freaking topic. You didn't see it coming this time, guys. That's right, we've got a surprise topic for the middle of the episode. And what is it? 
Well, I'm glad you asked, Kaiser. Today's surprise topic is on the octopus. That's right, your friendly neighbourhood creature, the octopus. I was at the aquarium earlier today. I'm just so confused by this. Okay, go on. <laughs> and there is a surprising number of things about the octopus that are just fascinating. At least to me. I know quite a bit about octopi. Oh, well, um, perfect. Uh, well, that's the first thing. Um, there is not, in fact, any um, word for a group of octopuses. Because they are solo creatures that do not interact with any other creature. So there is no term for a herd or a group of them. I think you'll find it's called octopussies. <laughs> sure in your mind it is, Kaiser. Um, so, classic question. How many uh, tentacles does an octopus have, Kaiser? Eight. Incorrect. It's a trick question because technically, biologically stated, a tentacle only has suckers on the tips. Octopus, in fact, have eight arms. Which have suckers all across them, yeah. All the way down them, yes. And okay. each arm actually has its own brain. An octopus has nine brains. Alright, big uh, question for you. Let's see if you know this one from your Probably not. brief exposure. Uh, how many eyes yeah. do they have? Ooh. I don't know. I didn't look that up. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they have three. One on either side, and they have a oh. bonus eye. In the, like, yeah. I, I think that has essentially with what I'm going to be coming up with later. Um, the, the nine brains, they are, in fact, surround the octopus's stomach. I'm sorry, can, can, we, can we talk really quickly about how we warned people that there might be a sexually explicit topic <laughs> and then immediately started talking about tentacles? It's going to get worse. So, um, then, like, at the end of the talk, um, the guy that was doing the talk, there was a guy doing a talk in the aquarium, and yeah. um, he put it very well. Considering mm. there were, like, young children and babies in the area. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit graphic at home, so I apologize. Uh, you know creatures that, like... There's quite a few out there, a surprisingly scary amount, that after mating, the female will crush and then eat the male. Yeah, a bunch of spiders do it, too. Yeah, spiders do it a lot. Uh, yes, octopus does this. So, the male octopus detaches his member with the stuff inside and literally throws it at the woman. <laughs> um, what the fuck? <laughs> I did not know this. And I now wish I didn't. <laughs> so, and yeah, so, and then the, the male dies pretty quickly. And quite often the female will then eat the male. And then yeah. after... Go on. So can I can I just say from an evolutionary perspective, this does make some amount of sense. Yes. Um, as much as I am offended as a male hearing this, um, <laughs> it like it makes sense because it like it it in, ensures that the female has adequate nourishment to like rear oh, yeah. and like you know have the offspring. Well, uh, once the uh, female octopus has had has given birth. And female octopuses only give birth once. Um, that third eye thing, I think, has something to do with that. 
um, then means that once it's given birth, it self-forever sleeps by either not eating or running into walls. And then the children eat the mother. Dear... It's really fucked up. Honestly, octopus could, like, give the zerg a run for their money. <laughs> right? It's pretty terrifying. Um, but anyway, I want a slightly light, lighter-hearted topic. The only, like, solid piece of an octopus is, the is its, like, mouth. Yeah. So it can literally, like, squeeze through things the size of, like, a large milk cap. Hmm. Like, it is crazy how flexible it's like, that it's, thing Look is. if you've ever seen, like, a cat squeeze under a door. Yeah, cats it's are like basically, they suddenly have no bones. Yeah, exactly. They're basically made of liquid. <laughs> mm. um, interesting. I didn't actually know the thing about the uh, the breeding bit. Like, I know mm. a few fact, facts about them and stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. That was my short topic on, uh, on, yeah, now, topic on Octopus. Now onto a darker topic. <laughs> so I'll give you nightmares. Now then. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, it doesn't start out dark, this topic. So... A few weeks ago, uh, there is a company called Blizzard Entertainment who have made this massively popular, MM, uh, massively multiplayer online role-playing game. And more uh, relevantly, to me at least, they've made StarCraft. Yeah. And to, to, to shorten it, we're just going to call it an MMO. Yeah. Now, they made this game so many years ago, and they've continuously built on it constantly for all those years and it's been probably one of the biggest games out there um i'd say for so. pretty much the whole time uh, and that game is called world of warcraft now a lot has changed since the early stages of world of warcraft in fact i think almost like the entire staff has been changed gradually over time probably multiple times yeah um and they have a very different ethos it's said uh than the, uh, the original crew, and it's become a lot more about uh, looking at the figure, sales figures as opposed to the player figures. Yeah, I could definitely see that being the case. Have, so, for reference, so they make quite a few games. They make World of Warcraft, WoW, yeah. as it's known. They made the original StarCraft. Uh, they made StarCraft 2, which I am still an avid player of. Um, mm. They made Diablo 1, 2, and 3. Uh, they made... Trying to think now. Um, oh, Hearthstone. Yep, uh, card game. Mm. There's a few others too, but they they they. Yeah, they're a very big company. Generally known for making very high quality games. Yeah. Uh, here's the but, story. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, being someone who plays their games, this is this is the reason I went into this. Being someone who plays their games, I you can definitely see there's been a degradation in quality over the years. Mm, there's been a lot more things in the shop where you can buy mounts and things that do all the same things that all the best items that you earn in game can do. Yeah. Um, so they're very much taking away the user experience, I would say, uh, in exchange for the user paying them more money, which is kind of ridiculous. On top Overwatch. of the fact that that uh, World of Warcraft has a subscription fee anyway, it's like, what, £12 a month or something crazy? I don't know. I, I've like, never actually... I played it, is, it. It bored the yeah. fuck out of me, but I've played it. Uh, there's all like there's so much content in that game now. I, I've no doubt I would enjoy it greatly because there is so much content. That if I found something boring, I could just skip for another part. Yeah. 
but it costs so much money. Anyway, there is a massive uh, YouTuber and streamer called Asmongold. He mm. primarily streams on Twitch. Uh, he is a bit of an asshole. Uh, that's self-professed. And uh, personally, I think he's very funny. I agree he is a bit of an asshole in the same way that me and Kaiser are also kind of assholes on time to time. You can't uh, spend as much time on the internet as we do and not be an asshole. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's it's beside the point. Um, and Blizzard team, but he he's one of the uh, probably the most popular World of Warcraft streamer in the world. Yeah, I think just you. Last... Sorry, Go before on. before you finish, I think you and Scott were the ones. You or Scott, one of one of you two, were the ones that actually introduced me to who he was because I didn't know who he was until like uh, like a yeah. month or two ago. That's the thing. I, I didn't know much about him either before then. It's like, um, uh, I don't know, it, it's it's a game I've never played. I have no intention of playing it, but he is so charismatic that it makes very <laughs> fun videos. Um, so yes, he has basically stood up and said, I'm going to start playing this other MMO by a different publisher, uh, Final Fantasy game. Yeah. And so the internet erupted saying that he had, like, you know, burnt his bridges. He was saying fuck you to Blizzard, which, I mean, Blizzard was saying fuck you to him, so I, I can't blame him if he did. Yeah. He is still playing World of Warcraft. That's it's, He hasn't left the game. Um, and so the number of people playing World of Warcraft massively dropped. And the number of people playing Final Fantasy massively rose. Um, so much so that I think Final Fantasy has now um, got more, like, Twitch viewers or something than World of Warcraft has. Um, like, some pretty fucking crazy numbers. Anyway, so there's all that, and everyone's like, oh, Blizzard, you're terrible. Your content of the game, your, the content you're putting out for the game has been so bad, we're going to start moving on to these new people. Uh, they've got shiny giant chickens that you can ride around <laughs> on, and casino halls. I'm going to go play their game instead. Um, so, so many YouTubers have followed this trend. They are also playing Final Fantasy, and there is a massive calling for it at the moment, especially because for the first 25 levels of Final Fantasy, the game is completely free. So, to be fair... So is World of Warcraft. Yeah. For a limited time, is it, or something? No, 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 you can play up until level 20 or 25 free. Okay. Which is the reason right. that I've played it. I've never paid to play that fucking game. Right, okay. But I have played um, it for free before. Yeah, so that that's what happened. And then suddenly this second massive article came out, like literally last week. Uh, Blizzard has been taken to court by the state of California because uh, of their treatment of women in the workplace, basically. So... Blizzard were having, like, parties where men would get drunk and go from stall to stall in the offices drinking and talking to women, that kind of thing. Um, I, I'm leaving out some details, whatever, but anyway, yeah. these parties, like, they went, they, they, they were investigating Blizzard and they are finding out people are bringing, like, butt plugs and lube to company parties. Um, okay, yeah. And so, one woman, uh, who's an employee, had particular photos passed around of her. 
Okay. And then shortly after that, she committed forever sleep. So, let let me go through the as you're describing these events. Let me go through Good. my thought process. One, you're talking like, okay, they have these big parties, people get drunk, they do whatever. I I work for a corporation, like they have parties. Oh, yeah. People get, get drunk, fucking people get fine. wasted. Yeah. Sometimes people do stupid things at those parties. It's fine. I saw a coworker fall through a table. Stuff happens. Yeah. Um, but it's like okay, that's that's one thing. That's fine. You know, people make mistakes. Then you're starting to get into the area like okay, there's a little bit of uh, misconduct here. There's people who are getting a little uncomfortably close to others. It's like okay, that's a problem. Like, and that should be dealt with through HR or whatever. And, um. This is not just a, like not just a Blizzard thing. Other video game. There was a, a Riot Games. People who make um, League of Legends and mm. and actually uh, Valorant. There was an instance where some executive, as a prank, used to like go up to conference rooms and just like take his balls out and put them on the, the glass. Right. So kind of yeah. You you get the weirdo people there who maybe don't have the best idea how to interact socially. That's a problem. But then you're bringing sex toys to the workplace. That's a problem. And then yep. you've also got somebody, you know, sending nudes around of, like, an actual coworker to people. And that is beyond fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't care what your company does. Like, there are certain behaviors that, like, leave that in fucking grade school. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then that person. Yeah, obviously that is even worse. Um, yeah. Now, that is <laughs> but here's literally here's, the worst thing that can happen in these situations. At this point, I'm sorry. Like Blizzard has made some of my favorite games ever. Starcraft Two. Yeah. Like I'm having so much fun playing through Starcraft Two campaign again and doing the stream of it. Yep, I love it. But <sighs> that shit doesn't run. It, no, it doesn't. And the thing is, like, it's not even like they're making any good work. I have no sympathy no. for them whatsoever now. I mean, when did StarCraft Two come out? 2010. 2000, so it's been 11 years. How many yeah. good games have they released since since then? Overwatch. And that was in 2015. That was our last good the game, first in Overwatch, my opinion. Yeah. yeah, the first Overwatch came out in 2015. And I think that was the last good game they made. Yep. Um, I... Ever since then, they they merged with Activision and released a whole bunch of shit. But the thing is, it doesn't it doesn't even matter if they're making good games or not. Like this kind of reflects on like I think the the bad games and the poor quality of shit coming out since then. Let me put it this way: I'm not trying to say that them putting out good games would excuse this kind of behavior. I'm saying the fact that they have these kinds of shitty people working for them is probably the reason they're putting out bad games. Yeah, I'm talking about the quality of the employees in both a um, personable terms and their work-life terms. Yeah. Because um, I'm imagining over the course of, um, you know, the business's life well, that every year there's new people. They, so I'm just making a scale of it. Blizzard, like, Blizzard already has, like, does not have 
in any way as a company the moral high ground. You remember last year when that whole thing going on with uh, Hong Kong and like the Chinese government coming in and like you know kicking the shit out of people? No. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't talk about. I mean, maybe I podcast. do, and maybe I've just forgotten about it. But okay. Hey, you big throwback to a podcast last year. This is probably close to like eleven months ago at this point. Right. There was a big thing in uh, Hong Kong. Um, you know, political topic again. We're already in controversial territory, so I'm going to talk about this anyway. Um, but Beijing passed a law that would allow them to extradite people from Hong Kong, which is technically a separate judicial area because the British kept it separate for 99 years. And um, the the agreement when the British left was that they it, that city wouldn't have to become part of the whole communist regime. And then after 99 years, there would be, uh, or no, it was after 50 years, uh, there would be some kind of a integration where the two like governments kind of mesh together. Uh, Beijing mm. was like, fuck that, we're bored, and then they passed a law that would allow them to extradite people from Hong Kong to Beijing to essentially be disappeared into some kind of a gulag. Uh, the big protest all around the com- uh, country. One of the pro players for Hearthstone, who was from Hong Kong at the time, he won a tournament, and they were like, oh, do you have any anything to say? And he's like... Um, you know, I have nothing to say, but just, you know, for my, you know, the people, you know, his country, I don't know if he said countrymen or whatnot, but he's like, mm. oh, yeah, you know, this is, you know, you know, uh, free Hong Kong, you know, so he said something. I have heard about this recently, yeah. yeah. He said something along the lines that was essentially him endorsing the people protesting for their independence from China, right? Yeah. And Blizzard banned him. Took his prize money and um, suspended well, him from the game. Him, didn't they? No, no, he wasn't an employee. They, they, he was a player. He was a pro player. They fired the employees. They fired the casters. They fired right. the casters. Took the prize money from the player and then banned him. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty disgusting. So, and then, and then, when Blizzard employees tried to protest the fact that they had done this, those employees got rec- reprimanded. Hmm. So, again, yeah, there's a lot of stories out about Blizzard at the moment. Um, they're, one they're, woman yeah. was getting like, basically, you know, uh, some uh, one of the higher ups were like as a joke, like coming up and making her like spooking her, and she said like she's nervous, she really doesn't like it. Please stop. Yeah. And her higher up made her take a um, emotional security. Um, like uh, read up on it and then come back in the next day and in front of her higher up and the dude that was doing it she had to give like an apology and for, for being like <laughs> not secure with someone creeping up on her in the workplace um, like there's so many stories like that, that going that's around the kind of prank just... that you pull amongst your friends like yeah. I, I, I've had friends who like get really nervous if somebody touches their neck and so, right. like, yeah, I'm good friends with them. I'll run up and, like, you know, poke them in the neck just to fuck with them. And but, even then, if they were being serious back to you... But if they, they were, like, exactly, if they were very, like, seriously, do not do this. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. No. But but th- that's in a friendly environment. In in a professional environment, you do not do that shit. No. Oh, so, um, yeah, play Final Fantasy. Uh, Square Enix <laughs> seems like a lot better company. Um Oh my god, even if they do dress all their characters by crashing through a wardrobe. 
Uh, well, actually, so you know how. Actually, I don't know if you do know about this. I'm thinking of the older Final Fantasy. I've only played the single player Final Fantasy games. I haven't really played any of the uh, MMOs. In the old World of Warcraft, um, Asmongold would do these things because he has such a large viewing where he would bring, like, let's say 50 people into a private room. Yeah. And he'd go through them one at a time and he'd do these things called transmog competitions Mm -hmm. where people would mix and match armor sets and things to, like, basically just come up with a really fucking cool looking character. I already love this idea. All right. Like, it's, and it's got, believe me, it's got legs. He's been doing it for fucking years. And uh, also the same with mount-offs, because there's so many mounts in World of Warcraft, you know, he'd be like, okay, everyone who has this mount, put it on now, if you don't have it, get out. And then they'd, he'd, yeah, all these like different kind of fun things that aren't part of the game, but he makes it part of the well, game. That that That's one of the things that, there are, sorry, did you have a conclusion to that, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, no. now he's gone to Final Fantasy... And these transmog things had never been done in Final Fantasy before. And now he's brought that there. And there's a big crowd of people who are like, fuck yeah, this is like adding a fashion parade to Final Fantasy. This is really cool. Gonna start playing the game for all these awesome outfits. So, let me um, let me regale you with a story. And this is how mm. we'll end segment one. Uh, so... This is something that a lot of RPGs have, and it's it's the whole it's the meta gaming. It's when you're outside of the game, you do these things to kind of like role play, like in a game that has no punishment for like so. For instance, in Cyberpunk, right when I first played through the game, mm-hmm. it's a single player game. There's no reason, no benefit, no reward for me to do this. But my first character, I played through entirely non-lethal. Mm-hmm. And I did it just because, in my mind, the headcanon I had for this character was that, you know, she was somebody who would play by the book when she couldn't. She only killed when she had to. And then my second character, I played him as, like, a ruthless cutthroat that killed everyone. Yeah. And... Out of the challenge kind of thing. Yeah, and again, but it has nothing to do with... you have There's no in-game benefit. So, let me give you this story from my high school days one of my best uh best friends growing up name was jj um the two of us uh morrowind on the xbox we'd play morrowind on the original xbox single player game no multiplayer aspect he would bring his xbox over to my house and we we drag this old tv up from my basement and he'd play on one tv i'd play on the other we just play morrowind in the same room yeah he made a character that was a khajiit which is basically a, a humanoid oh, cat. Oh, yeah, you've told me this story very I recently. have, but I've never told it on the podcast. <laughs> True. I've never told it on the podcast. He, um, he made a rule that the character had to pick up every spool of yarn he found and had to carry every spool of yarn with him. <laughs> and he played through the whole game like this to the point where he had to like drop valuable equipment because he had so much yarn on him he didn't have enough room for a lot of it. Yeah. I remember at the end, when you told me how much the yarn was roughly, I remember that thing like, that seems like not very much yarn for playing the whole of Morrowind. <laughs> the thing is, there isn't terribly a lot of yarn, but he he did have to check every container and everything like that and pick it all up. It was, it was just like, but it was a fun little thing. And that's part of the fun in a lot of RPGs, is finding these little side things to do for yourself 
to find like this extra layer of enjoyment, to find that extra layer of investment in the game. Yeah. It's like CSGO surfing. Like, who the fuck would have thought that would have picked up? Yeah. Uh, CSGO surfing is where, like, the characters in the popular game Counter-Strike Global Offensive, where it's a terrorist versus anti-terrorist game. Yeah. And someone worked out that if you slide on a wall at a very particular angle while doing a certain key combination... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, a knife, too. You're moving fast enough. You basically ski along the side of this, and you can do, like, crazy jumps off the end of it, and, um... I mean, the this same... guy ended up making a bunch of maps that just incredibly satisfying to just like. The same thing existed in Halo, super jumping. So in yeah. Halo, if you found an edge in a map and then crouch walked into it, jumped backwards and landed on another edge, you would super bounce. You would jump hundreds and hundreds of feet into the air. Just fun little things. I mean, though. <sighs> The games that really engage people, the games that people play the most and stick with, are the games that have that that certain element and that let people engage on a level beyond what they were originally intended for. Hmm. If that makes sense, it doesn't sound too pretentious. Yeah. Um, all right. But we've kind of talked about this for a while now. Yeah. Uh, any we final? Have a... Sorry, go. We have a we have a packed we have a packed podcast. So, do you have anything else to say before we kill it? No, no. Uh, hopefully, the next two segments will be a little less uh, downbeat. So, I apologize for that. But hey, you can go to bed now. A little bit more out on octopus. <laughs> yeah, the next ones hopefully should be a lot more fun. All right, <laughs> this is going to be the end of segment one of the Team CJ podcast. Thank you all for listening, and you will hear us again momentarily for segment two. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are on ep. Wait, no, not episode. Segment two. <laughs> God damn it. Two, two on fuck ups, and I haven't done shit yet. I mean, to be fair, normally we record this on a Saturday morning. We're recording it on a Sunday evening. So I'm not exactly. No, on no, my no. A, a Monday here. morning, I think you mean. It's 1, <laughs> 1 a.m. here. Oh, is it actually? Okay. Well, yes. We're recording this. This is the first time travel podcast that we've ever had. Blue is in the future, and yeah. I am in the past right now. Oh anyway. my god, Trump is the president again! It's it's terrible, there's meteorites raining from the sky! How did he get back? Um, so, I am I am currently, uh, yeah, is sitting in the past, but Blue is currently on a weekday. Yeah. Um, has nothing to do with this. So, we actually did do movie night. Uh, we, we watched uh, Pulp Fiction this week. We've been promising it. That literally what I said on the weekend was we've been promising this for all the fucking year. Like, since we started the podcast, I'm pretty sure we were saying we were going to watch this. We've, and yeah, keep we keep putting it off. We have talked about Pulp Fiction quite a bit. And the thing is, yeah. both of us knew it was a classic movie, but yep. neither of us had seen it. And it had taken us quite a long time to actually get to the point we would actually watch it. And here we are. And boy, was it worth it. It was a great movie, honestly. Like, it was I, fucking great. I don't think there was a, a single moment that I was not entertained throughout that entire movie. Um, yeah. Moments where I was confused? Oh, there's plenty but, uh, of confusion. always entertained. So, the movie... <laughs> like, I'll just quickly breeze through the plot. The movie opens up on um, a scene that I think a lot of people have seen before. 
probably in like classic movie YouTube compilations or something like that. Yeah, memes. Yep. Where you've got Sam Jackson and um, Jesus, what the fuck is the other guy's name? Uh, t- no, I'm thinking Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, but he's the one that made the movie. Yeah, not the actor. Um, I actually do anyway. not. Yeah, uh, Tom, <laughs> Sam Jackson and the white guy. Uh, they, yeah. They're like, you know, they're in suits, they're in a car, they're having some quiet banter. It's a little like bit Vince of Vince from a way out. He did look a lot like Vince, actually, yeah. My, the hair's different, and the nose is not quite as long, but you know. The same sort anyway. of look. Anyway, so they, they're in the hallway, they're talking. It's just, clearly this is like two, they're having a water cooler conversation. Like, the kind of conversation you have with a co-worker when you have a casual moment. Um, and then they bust into an apartment. And there's, like, you know, there's one guy up against the wall. There's one guy that's kind of on the couch. There's one guy who's sitting at a table. He's got, like, a fast food kind of spread in front of him with a bag. And... Um, Sam Jackson, like, they, they interrogate him. They're trying to find something out. They're trying to look for something that they swiped from whoever these guys' bosses. And, um... It's just, it's such an intense scene. And there are quite a few quotable moments. The whole, um... The actually one... actually skipped the first part of the scene. Oh, did I? Did I actually? The diner scene. Oh, sorry. I completely forgot about that because it, that almost feels like a whole separate movie. Yeah, it's it jumps around a lot. This movie, like back there, and forth. There's there's quite a bit that they go back and forth on. So the very beginning of the movie uh, hmm. opens up in a diner with this British guy and what is presumably his girlfriend talking about. Like they're clearly like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of uh, crazy little heist uh, duo. Yeah, and they're they decide that you know fuck it they're gonna rob this place and bef- as they start to rob the place that's where it cuts to Sam Jackson and the white guy, um, and I feel bad because he's a he's a famous actor but I completely forgot his fucking name, um, but anyway so they they bust in and uh, Sam Jackson has so many quotable like lines in this scene, and the one is the uh, the the famous say you know. What ain't no country I ever heard of? They yeah. speak English and what? And the guy's like, what? Say what again? How dare you? I double dare you. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, so Is they... Is your boss a bitch? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. Bam! <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Does Mar- Marcellus Wallace look like a bitch? And he's like, what? And then he shoots him. He's like, Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> 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 and he goes, no! I don't know, it's just... The scene is awesome. Like, there, there's a certain kind of person that won't like this movie. I was talking to my uh, to my mother earlier today. My dad loves this movie. My mother hates it. There's a certain kind of person that's going to really like this movie. There's a certain kind of movie uh, person that's really going to hate it. Um, you'll kind of know once you watch that first scene, whether you're the former or the latter. Anyway, so they... they finish off the people there, they collect the item that they have to go away with, and then one of the guys who's... Kind of, I, I guess it's kind of implied that he's like an informant or something like that. He comes with them. They're having an argument in the car, and it's it's not like an intense argument. It's like a casual argument. Are we doing this 
in the format of the way the movie did it, or are we just doing story by story? I'm right now, s- this is quite late in the film. Oh, you're <laughs> right. You're, I'm I'm going in the I'm going in yeah I'm going story by story, aren't I? Yeah. The next thing they jump to is them walking into the bar with the briefcase, and uh, the butcher is being dressed down. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Butcher is being dressed down. Sorry, not the butcher. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I am going story by story rather than. Uh... Mm. All right. Well, do you want to? Slide, slide, narrate it. Yeah, yeah. Prime, prime me for the uh, what, what's happening with the butcher because, like, I'm, I'm already, I'm on the path of what the two, uh, like Sam Jackson, the other guy, are doing. Yeah. I'm not on so, that path. So Butch is being told by uh, Big Boss that he needs to go and do his boxing, and in the fifth round he needs to get knocked out, and so he can make the Big Boss can make money. And uh, that's uh, so Butch then stands up, goes to walk out, and the Samuel L. Jackson and uh, let's call him Tony. I'm going to look him up while you continue. Okay. Those two walk in, wearing completely different outfits, holding this briefcase that they got off of the uh, the kids in the flat. And the uh, Tony guy uh, is like, oh, I'm going to be looking after the big boss's wife f- tomorrow for reasons. Um, John Travolta. John Travolta, okay. And... So yeah, he he kind of oh yeah because the they were they skips. were talking about that in the uh, in the staircase the fact that he's nervous about taking the big boss's wife out yeah because he's like he's oh cross like the line he, if he crosses the line then the big boss will have him whacked and yeah. yeah so after that scene is it the part with Butch as a child or is it the part with because no we're not quite at that yet I think they they have the date scene first okay so Travolta goes off to this place where there's basically his dealer, right? Hmm. Um, this guy that looks literally like they couldn't have tried hard to make him look like Jesus. Yeah, it was like, hi- picture hippie Jesus. Yeah, and hippie Jesus is uh, selling him, what is it? It's not cocaine, it's... Um, heroin. Heroin. So he buys this super strong heroin off hippie Jesus. Then he has this date, uh, not date, it's not a date. <laughs> They do call it a date in the movie, but it's like it's like a casual friend friend zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not like a date date because otherwise the guy get, gets killed. Yeah. So he turns up to the big boss's house and the missus is there. She's kind of a bit weird. Uh, she talks to him through the PA at first, and then she turns up and they go out in his car. Yeah. Uh, they go to this like uh, diner. This, Which yeah, is this weird, super like, fucking cool diner, by the way. It did look actually. I, I honestly, I would love to go to a place like that. Yeah, me and Alicia were both like, because she kind of likes that style, and I think it, it just looked very cool. It was, it was a um, very like retro kind of feel to it. <laughs> there were a bunch of historical figures like Marilyn Monroe uh, dressed up in the diner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they they kind of sat down, had burger, um, and they kind of talk to each other person to person but there was kind of also this air of flirtiness about it yeah um a sexual tension that travolta was trying to avoid yeah and then at one point travolta's like so the last person that gave you a foot massage got like uh disabled for life or something Mm. so 
just setting his boundaries, and she's like, nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> Let's go and dance. So they end up dancing. Um, Which, by the way, is, the, is honestly the most awkward white people dance I think I've ever seen. It is, but it's also kind of glorious in the fact that there's no, like, hesitation or nervousness about it. They just go full in. Yeah, just totally, like, uh, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, it's fucking great. And that's, that's another great meme. Um, so, and they end up coming back to um, her house. Mm. And he's, like, sorting himself in the, out in the bathroom. He's like, okay, I'm going to tell her, great, it was a great night, I'm heading home. Meantime, she's in the living room. She's dancing to this song she put on. Yeah. Finds this heroin in his coat pocket. And she oh, and it. she... Yeah, she does it, doesn't she? And then she, like, it turns out it's... Yeah. Whatever it is, she, it's bad shit. She ODs, because she's already been taking drugs that night. Hmm. And he comes out of the bathroom, he's like, oh shit, she's lying on the floor, blood coming out of her nose, frothing at the mouth. So he takes her to drug Jesus. <laughs> uh, and drug Jesus is like, oh fuck, what the hell are you bringing someone here for? It's the boss's wife? Okay, fuck, we gotta do something. Um, they have this comedy scene where they're running around looking for an adrenaline shot. Neither of them know how to administer adrenaline. Yeah, which, by the way, that, that they did actually have the proper way to administer it. Like, if somebody yeah. is, like, is having some kind of, well, an event like that, where yeah. their, their heart's stopping because... So, either because of a stimulant or because of a depressant, you do want to administer some sort of... An, like, you want to administer it right to the heart. And the reason being is that adrenaline will then stimulate the muscle cells of the heart to make it start beating again. Yeah, and I think, like, okay, I don't know a great deal about adrenaline, but the fact that they, they stuck in, that adrenaline went straight into her heart, and she just fucking shot up. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that is actually how it works. I mean, I could be it wrong. It is. No, no, you're but, right. Um, yeah. And she's no. like, still got this fucking giant needle coming out of her well, chest. The, the, the reason that they, they put it into the heart specifically is because it's immediate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she's kind of taken back to her house eventually. Very out of it. By the way, I love the scene of the two of them driving back to the house where she's in, like, the passenger seat and he's in the main seat. She's, like, all kinds of disheveled and fucked up, and so is he, because he's... They've, they've both... Well, she almost died, and he's worried as fuck. And <laughs> it's just... All, like... When they were driving to the date, there was all this sexual tension, and then when they're driving back to the house in that scene, it's just, like, the juxtaposition of those two scenes, I loved. God, that should be, like, a before and after, kind of. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, somebody should that. make that meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Um, and yes, they get back to the house, they do a hilarious joke, which I actually thought was quite funny. Hmm. <laughs> The ketchup scene. Anyway, um, no, no, come on, come on. You gotta, you gotta say it in the uh, okay. So uh, the podcast. It's, it's like built up for ages in the for like half an hour in the film, and she's like, "Oh, there's this joke that I have to tell." Uh, three, uh, a family of tomatoes are walking down, at, walking up a hill, and the mother and father tomato are getting a bit far ahead from the child. So, the father turns around to the child, squeezes him, and says. Catch up. It is the daddest of dad <laughs> jokes. Like it's so, but it's fun. pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, so yes. That, so that happens. 
Sorry, go on, Joe, take it. Uh, you know, from there. So I believe at this point, does, doesn't it go back to the uh, the boxer dude, right? Yeah, I think it goes to him. That's when he has the childhood um, memory. Yeah, so from this point, it goes back to the, uh, the boxer man who was... Butch. Uh, Butch, yeah, exactly. Played by... The fuck is his name? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, yeah, I instantly recognized him. Also, the senior arts describe the character that walks onto the set when he's a child. I was like, when he was in the background, I was like, I literally leant forward. <laughs> and then Alicia just behind me went, it's him. <laughs> fucking Christopher Walken. Christopher um, fucking Walken. The moment he starts talking, it's like, there's no one who has that voice. Christopher Walken is one of the... I, just, I fucking love him as, a, as an actor. Like, every single movie I've seen him in, he's just been epic. Anyway, so... Christopher Walken shows up. It's a flashback to Bruce Willis's past, Butch, mm. his past. And um, Christopher Walken is like a, uh, a comrade of his father, like uh, another soldier. His father clearly died in you know whatever war it was. And mm. he, he leans down and he hands him a pocket watch, right? Or not a watch, but like it was a watch head, like a, the, the head yeah. of an actual like wristwatch or something like that. Yeah. And um, he's explaining the story, and he's like, you know, this, this, you know, me and your father, we were both. I can't do a Christopher Walken impression. I really want to, but I, I wish I, I don't think I can. Um, we, we were in in the, this this internment camp, and they. No, I can't do it. Anyway, <laughs> and so he explains. Just leave it at that. The internment camp. He explains that his father stuck the watch up his ass to save himself. <laughs> To, to, to make sure That's it wasn't the gone. Old story. <laughs> and me. then, and then, no, we, we already talked about sexual misconduct in this podcast. Well, no, okay, so the watch was originally his great grandfather. It was his great grandfather. Okay, I skipped a few steps, but. Okay, fine, whatever. Go but the, the funny bit was the fact that his father <laughs> was... saved the watch by sticking it up his own ass, and then Christopher Walken, after his father died, saved the watch by sticking it up his ass. <laughs> Christopher Walken didn't stick it up his. No, he did. Did he? He he did. He says it in that he says it in that scene. Oh, I didn't know. That. Okay. And so that was that was like that's the joke is that like it's like oh you know, here have this this family heirloom that's been up two men's ass. Anyway, so it's established this is a very like you know. A priceless uh, thing. And anyway, so the um, Butch, the boxer, he doesn't throw the match as he was supposed to. He, in fact, um, wins the match and then now has to get out of town. Because he's made a ton of money, like, illicitly, but he's crossed this big criminal guy. And so he goes back and um, he meets up with his... uh, primary love interest who is the Frenchest woman that I've ever seen um I want to say I think their relationship was really really sweet and no I I don't I don't deny that I'm just yeah. saying she's very French but in fact I'll save it for, for the part when you get to it never mind go anyway so they get together and they they take off. They're going to go over state lines. They're going to run away. They're going to be together. You know, what have you. And then he finds out that she didn't grab the watch. Like, she she grabbed all his other stuff. 
she forgot the watch, and he cannot leave without the watch that was up his grand or his father's ass. And so he's got to go back for that watch. And and sorry, and so he like he goes back, and he goes through his stuff, gets it, gets back in his car, and as he's driving, whoa, back, whoa, whoa. sorry, did I skip something? John Travolta. Oh right, yeah, no, John Travolta's in the house. I sorry, I completely forgot about this. Yeah, it's such a, it's kind of passed over so quickly in the movie that I didn't. But it's even... such a main character. It it is. Also, what fucking annoyed me so much? Well, yeah. there's two things in that scene. First of all, he's just had this incredibly tense, like walk through this building. He finally finds the gold watch. He's like, oh, it's so hard. I'll put some fucking toast on. What the fuck? There, there's a lot of contrivance in this movie. And the second thing, who leaves their S- their automatic SMG when they're waiting for someone on a kitchen table while they take a shit? So, I agree with you, a hundred percent. But I think the logic, movie-wise, is that. This has become such a casual day job to him that it's the same thing of like, I don't know, like you don't you don't take your wallet into the shitter with you, right? Necessarily. I mean, just if you're if you're at home, so yeah. If you're at a home, like you're just like okay, okay. you know, I'll put my car keys down on the counter, and I go take a shit, right? He's same sort of logic. I, I personally, no. If <laughs> if I was if I was in a place that I thought was a potentially hostile environment. I would not go take a shit without a pistol. I would have it fucking aiming at the door while... Anyway. <laughs> I agree. I'm with you. He didn't do that. So no. John Travolta is apparently in this guy's house, which we've spoiled now, um, because I forgot about it and then Blue reminded me. Um, he gets his watch, finds an SMG, a silenced SMG, on the countertop, picks it up, and then, like, kicks open the bathroom door or something to do with the bathroom. The bathroom door opens. John Travolta was in there taking a shit, essentially. And, um, Butch murks him. He, f- he mows him down with the SMG. The toaster pings, and then he starts firing. <laughs> yeah. So then he, he leaves the house, escapes um, with the watch and everything, meets back up with his girlfriend. And... So this is annoys me. Yep, go on. His girlfriend, that she knows there are very dangerous people that want them dead. And she is the most annoying son of a bitch. Like, it's very clear that he, the tough boxer guy, is like, we gotta go right now, grab whatever's in your hands, and we're fucking leaving. Yeah. And she, she's like, oh, she stands next to the motorbike, like, just crying and stuff. And I'm just, oh my god, just knock her out and put her on the back of the bike. It really annoyed me. How she wasn't just. She didn't shit seem out. to understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah, I am. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, it, that just annoyed me. Anyway, yeah, go. <laughs> so, they drive away, and they get separated somehow, don't they? Ha- no. Well, cause oh. Because cause he ends up no, running... No, no, that, that, that doesn't happen until after the whole... Like, he leaves the apartment in the car. 
I'm skipping a I'm skipping a very big phase, aren't very I? Very big part. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Th- this is the problem with this movie, and this is problem, and probably one of the brilliant pieces of this movie is there's a whole sequence of events that happen two very complete storylines but the movie kind of shifts them all around and puts them in different orders and tries to like bring you to so in my mind i'm remembering like how the series of events actually happen according to the original timeline but that's that's something my my brain has meshed Uh, together not actually in that case in that case you just remember him leaving one place and arriving at another which is fair enough (laughs) i mean maybe maybe i blocked out this next scene Anyway, so on his way back to meet up with his girlfriend, he's actually stopped in the middle of the road uh, because he runs into, boom, the guy that he fucked out of uh, tons of cash by winning that fight. The big boss. Mark, what's his name? Uh, Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. And uh, that guy. Yeah. (laughs) The guy who is not a bitch, according to Sam Jackson. Um,. They have a bit of a confrontation. Some stuff happens. I'm gonna gloss over that because they end Time. up they end up in a shop, and yeah. um, through a contrived series of events, the shop owner and a police officer kidnap both of them, knock them out, and bring them down to essentially a gay sex dungeon. Alright, this is the part where I'm going to have to warn everyone listening that this might be good for sensitive ears. So, keep, you know, plug ears if you're not really wanting to hear this stuff. Essentially, uh, so Marcellus Wallace gets taken into another room. They got, like, the ball gag on. um, And he's... Untoward things are done to him. But Bruce Willis manages to uh, break out, get his hands on a weapon... Kills punches one of, a gimp. Punch, he does actually punch a gimp, that's true. Um, he he gets into another room, and in one of the most satisfying pieces of cinema I think I've ever seen, he shoots a rapist in the dick. Well, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. The very funny scene before that. He goes up to the shop top, and he's like, Oh, a knife. Oh, a machete. Oh, a chainsaw, and then he looks up. There's like a samurai sword. Like he keeps, and then he upgrading. takes. Yeah, yeah. He keeps. He's going through all these different bladed weapons until he finds. <laughs> yeah, the one he wants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So, again, I'm skipping over little nuanced bits for the sake of yeah. time. But he goes he down makes there. Peace with the boss. He makes peace with the boss by shooting the guy that was butt sexing him with a shotgun in the dick yeah and that's that scene and then he goes back to his girlfriend and all that stuff happens yeah and then they leave the country and that's them done yeah and then it jumps back in time to what happened to sam jackson and um travolta which is what i i was skipping to in the very beginning because i was following (laughs) one timeline yep Anyway, they they es- uh, they escape. They leave. They're in a car with their, their informant guy, and they're having a bit of an argument in the car. And Travolta accidentally shoots their informant in the head. Yeah, that really annoyed me. The moment he turned around with the gun pointing at him, uh, I knew what was going to happen. Like, who just holds a gun like casually facing someone's head? Criminals. <laughs> I'm no. sorry. No, I I. <laughs> he wasn't trying to intimidate him. I have guns. 
the, the first thing they teach you is fucking trigger discipline. You yeah. do not put your finger on the fucking trigger unless you're, like, intending to shoot someone. Bugger hook off the bang bang switch. As yeah. some say. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but it works. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. So... He ends up dying, and then they their their new adventure now is trying to like get this cleaned up. So they they go and they um, oh, what is it? The, the guy they they call this like this very very well dressed Italian kind the of wolf. Dude. The wolf is his name. And very famous actor. I actually I recognized him, but I couldn't really tell from where. He's in like all the old gangster movies. I can't actually remember his name, which is tragic. But I've probably seen him in other gangster movies before. Anyway. He also does car insurance now. (laughs) See, actually. Yeah, which Alicia reminded me of. To be fair, so does uh, the guy that used to play Kirk. Right, okay. Uh, Anyway, so he he cleans up the mess, gets everything, you know, patched up, gives him some goofy clothes. And at the end of the movie, in the climax... They end up in the same fucking restaurant as the crazy couple from the very beginning of the movie who are intending to rob the place. And they end up just basically fucking up the day of that crazy couple that are trying to rob the place. Well, they still walk out with all the wallets. They do, but I don't know. It's Simon L. Jackson's like... Look, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to leave the life. I'm trying to go the way of God because this yeah. guy almost shot me earlier. And all the bullets missed. I thought it was an act of God. And now I'm going to change my ways and walk the earth. Yeah. So he's like, this criminal in the, the diner, he's like, I really don't want to shoot you. Just take the wallets and give mine back. Um, and then fuck off. <laughs> and they do. Yeah. And, of course, John Travolta does not, you know, stop walking the path of a criminal, and he ends up dying. In Later, a in a toilet, yeah, when he gets shot yeah. with a submachine gun. Um, yeah. It was... So, I, I don't... We've, we've already gone on... It's kind of convoluted. We've kind of had to go back and forth quite a few times, uh, mm. because of, you know, how back and forth it's the plot yeah. goes. A film that I feel like has a lot of replayability. Yeah. There there are things that I, I feel like if I watched it a second time that I would pick mm. up on that I didn't. There, there are books that I've read where the when I go back and read them again, I'm like, oh. Oh, I didn't see that the first time. And I feel I like bet, this is that kind of movie. I bet the moment your parents see this, your dad is going to be like, you missed this. You missed this. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yes, that is accurate. Um, and my mother is going to be like, yeah, I knew I hated that movie for a reason. Oh, yeah. I can't hit, wait to hear about it anyway. But no, like, I I personally enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of really great music as well that went the, along with it. The music was good. The way they told the story was unique and interesting. Like, I the liked fuck? the way that they, they kind of... They had two stories that were sort of half told, and it was yeah. only once you saw the whole thing that you got, you know, the whole picture. The the films opened up with Pump It, which I know from the Black Eyed it's one of my favorite fucking. It's just got such a good fucking rhythm to it. Yeah, and I apparently Leslie was saying it was like 
before the Black Eyed Peas released their song Pump It, so mm. I don't know how that worked, but um But it worked. I don't know, but it was a fucking great intro. <laughs> yeah, they, they uh, were, yeah. The, it was a visually appealing movie and some some things that I wrote down in my notebook while we were watching because I always liked when we're we're doing these movie nights when I want to actually uh, when I know it's a movie that I'm going to want to talk a lot about during the podcast mm. I usually jot some stuff down. Um, one of them was that just I, <laughs> actually I love this one. What I wrote was um, about the uh, Bruce Willis's uh, girlfriend was just she's so fucking French, but I already said that. Um, no, no, it's just like th- there are things about movies from that era yeah. that, like, they. I'm going to try to articulate this and then we can move on because I know you have one thing to talk about before we move to segment three. Um, the last thing I'm going to say is I just. I like how they made characters in that era, how, specifically how they made villains in that era right like because the the people who like most of the mate pretty much everyone in the show is a villain i don't think a single person in that movie was what we'd call a good person but they in their villainy they weren't like black and white they were people that you kind of sympathize with yeah yeah, it was, everyone was multifaceted. No yeah. one was purely good or purely evil. Um, yeah, right. no, I think... Yeah, anyway. So, so sorry. Went a lot longer than I wanted to, but it's you now. Um, you had something to talk about. I have been putting off talking about Castlevania for about two or three weeks now because it went through a big dry spell. But much like with the first season... They, I feel like they packed everything into one or two episodes. Mm. And holy fuck did they pack it in. So, <laughs> I'm going to give you a very brief, very fast rundown of basically the whole series. Because it's pretty fucking... Well, there's interesting parts throughout it and there's a lot of funny parts. But the, the season I was on, I can't remember what season number it is. I think it's three. Um, most of it was fucking boring. Most of it was characters that I didn't give a shit about. Yeah. So... There's essentially four different places. There's Alucard in the castle alone. There's the two adventurers gone off to, and they come across a village. Yeah. There's and isn't there the blacksmith guy that ends up in a desert? The blacksmith dude in the desert. That's his adventure, uh, and his he's seeking retribution. And then there is um, the people who he's trying to seek retribution from, which is this uh, group of ladies in a castle, and they have the other uh, smith basically bound and gagged in their cellar, right? Yeah. Alright, I'm going to go through them one at a time, because switching between them is too much. I'm going to start with the uh, Alucard in the castle, right? Mm-hmm. He is uh, in the castle on his own for, like, months, and then suddenly two people just turn up in the castle grounds, and they have come from Japan. Uh, they have actually broken free from a vampire who joined Dracula's council, and that vampire died. They, uh, the, the vampire when she was in Japan, she's like this kabuki mask, Japanese, very traditional, but she's a fucking, like, crazy monster. Yeah. And she would basically occasionally let people get through to her palace, as it were, which is like a traditional Japanese place. 
Mm-hmm. And then while they were trying to like, cut her up in samurai style, she would just fucking annihilate them. Those two broke free, killed all the other vampires in that area, and came to Alucard for training. So he spends the entire series training them. I'm going to cut straight to the end of the series now, because that's when something actually different happens. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to hold it there. And so, okay, so next next group of people, the two adventurers that went to the village, right? Yeah. They go to the village. It's a very plain, ordinary village. You know, people, poor people walking around. There's very um, up his own ass mayor, but he seems to be quite like strict. He gets things done. Hmm. Uh, he has a group. There's a group of monks in the village that are basically just creepy ass motherfuckers and they look like thugs turns out they're a night creature from Dracula's Horde a long time ago got into the church, mind controlled them all turned it into a Satan church uh, so de-sanctified uh, de de-sanctified, yeah yeah, the place and so they're trying to essentially summon uh Vlad Dracula back to life from hell. Um, and now I'm going to cut to the end of the, episode, end of the series because it's a bunch of random crap uh, and I'm going to cut away from them. Get to... away from the side questing. Yeah, because like I said, it all happens at the end. Like, it all happens. So I'm leaving at the end and I'm going to go through it at the end. Um, the black dude in the desert, the smith, um, he... Goes into this village. Oh, no, sorry. He's drinking at a water hole. These assholes come up to him and they're like, fuck you, we're going to kill you and leave you by the roadside. Mm. He murders them all and turns them into night creatures. He's now his own boss. He's not working under Dracula anymore. He's like, right, I'm going to make a fucking army. I'm going to go to the bastards that turned on him and I'm going to murder every one of them. Mm. Very clear-minded. Yeah. He goes to a big city and he's not even looking to fight anyone. And the night creatures aren't killing anyone. He walks into a dude's shop, and the dude's like, here, have this magical mirror. There's more talking, but whatever. Um, yeah. Like, they bond. Um, he walks out, the guards are like, fuck you, get out of our city. And he's like, no, I want to go through your city, grab a boat, and fuck off in the other direction. And so he ends up like wiping out a bunch of them, adding more people to his horde. He gets to the dock, there's a fucking awesome captain there who's fruity as hell. And he lets them all on his boat, and he takes them to where he, they want to go. And he make the captain makes him see a bit of um, reason. Like, uh, sure, he wants to kill all the humans in the world, but what are you gonna do afterwards? Kind of thing. Yeah. He makes um, the asking for some some vision. Yeah. And so they get to the location. He comes across a village that's completely empty. There's one crazy lady in it. And she's like a witch. And she says, all the people of this village have been taken to another village further down the road where a mad wizard has enslaved them all and is becoming incredibly powerful. Hmm. He takes his uh, forces, which are now pretty large because he's basically been killing all the French people as he goes along the path. And don't smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, thank you. I'm so- <laughs> Um, I so can't help this... it, I'm sorry, you said they were killing the French people. <laughs> he gets to this city, and there's like these like mindless zombie people everywhere. And he's killing them as many as he can with his own knife, because when he stabs them, they turn to night creatures, he replenishes his own horde. Mm. Uh, and there are just fucking hundreds of thousands of people in the city. And they can, with the mind control thing, it's like the circle around their heads, 
they can even like defy gravity and shit and he, he clumps them up into a massive fucking ball the wizard that is from afar and then I don't know it's kind of dumb what he does whatever there's this massive ball of a hundred thousand people and he's like throwing them like rocks at the Night. I mean, every even the best series have moments of contrivance. Yeah, it's still a really fucking badass scene. Uh, and I just realized this is actually part of the uh, end episode. So, switching away. <laughs> the bitches in the castle. They're trying to make an army that can basically take over the world. There's four of them. Uh, two of them are in love with each other. They're all women. Um, then there's this, like, diplomatic chick. So, there's a war chick, a... Uh, money chick, a plans chick, and a money chick, plans chick, war chick, money chick. So what what you're telling me is chick. there's a harem of experts and diplomat chick, and the diplomat chick goes to the um, half beaten to death uh, Smith that the plan chick brought to them, and she's basically like, okay, we want you to make an army for us, but. You hate our guts because we basically just dragged you halfway across the world against your will, treated you like shit, and now we put you in a prison cell. So, throughout the whole series, she's basically getting in his pants. Um, she puts, like, a lead on him and takes him around the castle occasionally so he can, like, see the outside and breathe there. Okay. Uh, he gives her a bit... She gives him a better cage. She gives him a book. And then she's like... Oh, I have feelings for you. And then they... Okay, that's the last season. Um, Alright, so finally, it gets... Not last season, last episode. Guess the last episode, right? Start with Alucard in Dracula's Castle, right? Alucard has the two trainees. He's trained them up really well. They go into his bedroom while he's, like, just dozing. And they're like, now for your reward. And this, like, brother and sister basically strip and start fucking him. It's so out of left wing that you don't really see it coming. But it's really creepy. They just, like, stop fucking it. Anyway. So they're doing that. I know you want to say something. I'll... I'll, I'll Go on. I'll let you after I finish the scene. Um, they start fucking him, and then... He, like... They, they, like, finish. And then they both stick these bracelets on an arm each. And he basically gets restrained. And it, like, burns his skin, and he's like, oh, why the fuck? They hold a couple of swords over his chest, they're like, you didn't tell us all the secrets, now we're going to kill you. And then he uses his magic sword to basically slit both their throats. Wait, wasn't he restrained? Like, what happened? He was completely restrained. He has a magic sword, which is established from the first time. Is it just him. like a psychic thing, like move the sword around? It's a psychic around with thing. This... Oh, it's okay, like this yeah. massive, great big long sword, and it just went straight across the necks. Fucking so they die. <laughs> I don't think he ever told them that he had that sword, but yeah. Um, so that happens, and then he basically becomes like his father. He starts hating humans. He sticks. But, I mean, he's just made love to them. He had a lot of feelings for them, and they literally tried to kill him. And they betrayed him, yeah. Yeah, so he sticks them on poles out the front side of his castle. For uh, for reference, I um, I just finished uh, reading through the chapter where uh, Darrow and Roke had a, uh, a confrontation for the last time. Uh, I see. So, um, I, it just, it's fresh in my mind. I'm just 
The betrayal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say that Roke fucked Darrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, back to it. Um, okay, so the, the, the scene at the Priory with the two heroes. They get there, uh, the monster summons a portal to hell, a bunch of weird fucking demons come through. Uh, they basically blow up all the demons in a really flashy fashion. Um, this is... Okay, so all of these scenes that I'm talking about right now, mm. they didn't just happen like the Alucard thing and then this happened. They all happened at the same time, right? So imagine you're watching Ten- demons having their asses blown off and then it switches to Alucard having his dick sucked. You know, you self-censor at, a, at weird intervals... <laughs> Some of the things that you've muted yourself on earlier, um, and then you say Alucard got his dick sucked. <laughs> um, but okay, anyway. but uh, but I understand what you're saying. Like the the juxtaposition is a bit extreme. It's very rough, if you excuse the term. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes, they're like cutting off demons' heads and all that stuff. Exactly. And... How rough? I mean, how rough does Alucard like it? They see Dracula through the portal to hell, and Dracula reaches out and doesn't quite make the portal. Portal closes, they save the day. Um, they then find out that the mayor, who's like super strict mayor, bit of an asshole, but very good mayor, right? Mm, yeah. But they f- then find out over the years he's basically been, as a sport, luring children into a pitfall spike trap and keeping their shoes in his house. The um, fuck? Yeah. Also, by the way, like the whole village is absolutely fucked. Everyone's dead. No, the Everyone mayor. The mayor needs to go into a fucking wood chipper. What the fuck is? The mayor just got straight up stabbed by a crazy priest. Um, okay. and yeah, so they burn his house down, and then they just leave. They're fucking depressed. They kind of have resentment for each other a bit now because they just witnessed this horrible thing. Uh. The Smith dude in the t- in the, the Wizard Land. He I, basically just when you when you talked about the, the this before, I actually really liked that character. Yes, because I mean he he may have been like crazy and on the side of a fucking you know. Uh, he's not crazy. He's just not, not very crazy. strong religious beliefs. Yeah, let me let me rephrase that. He's a fanatic. Yeah, but uh, he's he at least seemed to live by a code, which was more than a lot of the characters that you've talked about in the show seem to do. And he's got a very quite a nice personality, mm. even though he's a horrible person. Um, so he's like killing all these people, and he's making up his way up the tower. He's converting them as he's going. He's killing, but he keeps getting hit because like all of his night creatures are dead. It's basically him against the hordes. So, I, I've said this before. Like I can I can very much respect like a good villain if they're well written. Mm. Like there, there's something enjoying uh, like enjoyable about reading about somebody who is evil. But in kind of a well-written manner, it's it's yeah. one of the reasons that like when I was talking about Invincible that I enjoyed the character of Omni Man because he was like he did some horrible things like to try and convince his son to join him in this takeover of the Earth like he killed thousands of people, but he was a very well-written and nuanced character to the point where at the end when you saw like in that series when I saw him kind of come to a point where he was questioning everything about his mission. Yeah. It was believable that like, okay, this is, this is a human, well, not human being, but like, 
because he was technically an alien, but still. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But but he like he, he was a human character. He had emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this. It's... Sorry, it's because I I don't I'm already aware of the time. I don't, I don't want to. No, no, it, it it's fine. But I'm wondering if um that the Smith kind of the way you've described him kind of struck me as a similar character where he was a fanatical person, but he seemed, again from your description, to be someone who at least you kind of follow along with his journey. Well, that's the thing. He's fighting his way through literally a city of quite literal zombies. And so you very easily feel... And he's getting cut up, and he's, like, gasping, and he's barely making his way up this tower. Yeah. You can definitely see him as a good guy, even though you know from what I've told you... You he's know he's a, a bad guy. person, but yeah. but you still find yourself rooting for him. So he gets to the top of the tower, and there's this old, decrepit-looking man wearing a bunch of, like, king's jewellery and cloaks and stuff. Yeah. And he tries to mind-control Isaac, that's his name, not Smith. Um, and Isaac is, like... Basically, he he just manages to break free, and then he just stabs the old man. And then all these hundreds of thousand people, like, flying outside the windows in that giant fucking orb, they just fucking drop, like, 200 meters. So it's like uh, they're puppets that strings have been cut. Yeah, so, like, they suddenly return to consciousness 200 meters in the air. Gotcha. And so there's something like this rain of humans. And this is the part where they very sharply remind you that he is an asshole. He walks outside and he sits down and he's like, Ah, this has been a good night. So this is, this is the point where like I have just said this guy was a pretty cool dude. And <laughs> then... That. Well, the thing is, so he came here partially because... That's like a hundred thousand people. He doesn't need living people. He needs dead people that he can turn to. He can turn to ghouls, essentially. Yeah. He just got an army dropped from the sky from two hundred meters. Yeah. And um, so he makes all these fast night creatures, and they sets off. That was all happening during the fucking and the fight in the priory. He the... he's gathering yeah. an army. In the meantime, Alucard is getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's nice to know that Alucard's not fussy between men and women, though. Um, anyway, very I forward-thinking mean, vampire. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, how progressive! The the finally the the other thing that was happening at the same time: the evil women vampires with the slave in the basement. So she's doing all this stuff to get him onto her side, and in the end, she's like, you know, come to me. And so they start fucking. This is another fucking scene happening at the same time as these. I'm fights. sorry. Can we stop for a second? Is HBO trying to, or sorry, is is Netflix trying to become HBO? Like, is HBO well, has like a certain like sex and violence quota that I feel like they <laughs> they they need to try and meet. And lately, I feel like Netflix is trying to match them or surpass them. Well, I feel like they. It's like it's like they got. You can only buy one day of season pass kind of thing, and so they're like, right, on this day, we're going to have as much gratuitous nudity as we possibly can. There were so many, like, they have not censored those tits at all. There's a lot of stuff. The only thing they don't show is directly, the, they don't show the junk. So but they are fucking. I'm just saying, 
I've I've never talked about it on the podcast, but it is a show that I really really like. Yeah. That Netflix put out was Altered Carbon. Right. The first season of it. Um, it's kind of a cyberpunk sci-fi dystopia. Yeah. It's on Netflix. There's full on like. There's full oh, frontal nudity for men and women, and some pretty graphic violence. Okay. So. Which is again this. I'm just saying, what you're saying now is reinforcing an opinion that I had that Netflix is trying to become the new HBO. I see. While this is happening, he's, like, almost finished, and then she's, like, uh, tell me that you'll be loyal to me forever, kind of thing. Uh, and we can run away together, that kind of thing. And so, just as he's about to say, I'll be loyal to you forever, she slips a ring on his finger, and when he says that, basically, like, blood starts gushing out of him in every direction. Uh, but it's like magical blood, so he's not actually dead. And basically now he has to do everything she says. She, he can't run away from her. He can't do anything that's against her orders. If anything like that happens, and this is her words, not mine, it will feel like he's just shat his heart out. Um, hey, that is a stupid fucking line. She needs to think of some better metaphors. How old is this? Isn't she immortal? Like, at this point... Yeah, she's like, a vampire. He's a human. Yeah, she should have... She'd had, like, thousands of years. Think of a better fucking metaphor. I mean, she did it more eloquently than I did, but... There you go. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, like, all of that. Like, 90% of what I just said happened in one episode. So, um, I... And I'll, I'll keep my responses short, because I did interrupt you a few times to say some of my thoughts. Yeah. But essentially, depending on the plot line you're talking about, there's a couple where I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. I want to watch that. There are a couple where mm. I'm like, that sounds fucking dumb. Why would I ever watch that? And there are a couple that are just like kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I would certainly recommend watching the first season of Castlevania. I think that's really good. Ironically, the, the one that I, I, of what you just described, the one that I had the least interest in was Alucard. Yeah, because it doesn't really go anywhere. It's like, oh, I'm I'm alone in this castle. Let's have a three-way, and then I kill these people. I mean, there's a lot of emotions riding on it and stuff, but... Yeah, Which, it's kind of weird, because they're kind of like kids compared to him. Like, he's even, like, way bigger than them, and he's okay, a lot I older. Mean, so, I mean, to be fair, with a vampire, you really can't pull that card, because... That Alucard. <laughs> 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 But to be fair, like the, he's immortal, so of course he's going to be older than them. But yeah. the only plot line that you described just now that I actually gave a remote shit about was yeah. the blacksmith. To be fair, though, that's probably because I'm biased because I really liked him, so I probably described it with more. You flavor. you may have described it really well, so <laughs> I maybe I'll. Well, I think at this point I'm probably going to have to watch the series for myself and see if I agree with your assessment. Hmm. Um. I'd definitely say that up until the point where Dracula dies, it is a really, really good... Like, I'd say every single episode is worth watching. When t- um, yeah, there's I, one I, series left that I haven't seen yet. I haven't... Um, so I've finished some stuff pretty recently, so I, I'm in need of a new show to watch, so I think uh, I may pick this up. Nice. You've, you've given me enough incentive to actually take a peek <laughs> at it. At least yeah, to... Well, I mean, to to try and to try and juxtapose your impression of it with how I will see it. 
Yeah, it took me like three weeks to get to a point where I felt like there was enough content that I could talk about it. Um, but that was just this season three, so first two seasons, on point. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, we've got one one last segment to go, which is going to yep. be our retrospective, our look back on what we've done in this podcast over the last year. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, thank you all for listening. This is going to be the end of segment two of the Team CJ podcast. Thank you all for listening. You'll hear us again momentarily for segment three. Welcome back to the TMCJ Podcast. We are on segment three, our wild card segment, and this week it truly is wild. We are on our 52nd episode, which means we have been doing this for an entire year. And um, we thought, as our wild card segment this week, we would kind of go through the old playlist uh, that we have and take a peek at some of the old videos that we had up like some of the topics that we talked about in previous segments and kind of do a little bit of a retrospective yeah and the the ways we used to do things a bit differently um also the way that we uh used to stick to half hour segments a lot more strictly <laughs> yeah we were a lot more um well i mean look at episode eight that was two hours <laughs> come on like, uh, true, we... but that only means like 10 minutes extra. Well, yeah, I suppose that's pretty good. We, we, we deviated pretty quickly, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, one of the first things is when we uh, first started doing this podcast, we did it in test segments. So, mm. we we our first three podcasts were only a half hour long. Mm. So, first one was like, oh, let's talk about... Actually, our first segment was an hour long. Characters. Yeah. Yeah, no. we powered... Yeah, and look at episode one part one and two yeah see it oh i see yeah yeah, yeah. sorry i thought you meant just the part one part yeah overpowered characters and i remember one of the things at the time that was pissing me off was um i think it was captain marvel actually uh i know we talked about superman oh yes yeah, Super- that was another one better. superman fucking pissed me off too like mm. A character that has absolutely no weakness and no vulnerability is boring as hell. Yeah, that was like our first topic of the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, And then number two, we said let's talk about movies, but I have no idea what movies we actually talked about. Yeah, so we can see in the the one afterwards that we watched... um, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, that's the one. That was Alicia's choice, so... Before that, it must have been a film that, that you'd gone with. I mean, we've been watching Disney films for quite a while before that, Yeah, we? Yeah, it's true. And honestly, Beetlejuice is a movie that I'd heard a ton about, but had never actually watched. Yeah, same kind of. Um, and that was the first, like, custom thumbnail. Mm. Uh, well, honestly, it was one of our first real movie nights. Like, we'd, we'd done a few before that, but... Yeah, I think that was the time where we actually formalized it. Mm. And then episode four, the first full podcast. Yeah, uh, when we back when we put like separate segments and then the full segment out as um, separately. Yeah. Uh, Lord what was that? Monopoly. Lord oh, God, that was. Lord Farquaad. Yes, we talked about Shrek. We talked about. Um, I when I played Monopoly with Alicia like every day <laughs> for months. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not consecutively, I should say. 
And what's the uh, image on the right? I can't really see it from this. You know, I can't either, actually. Like, it was, uh, it was a, it was a time ago, and I don't, I don't want to uh, zoom in on it yeah, because they, they if I click on it, then it's going to, um, it's going to start Stop the playing video. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we watched uh, Blues Brothers for number five. Uh, that was the, uh, I remember, because we were in a game of Rainbow Six Siege, and we were talking about the the shit that... Uh, oh, sorry. It's Frodo. For, or not Frodo, um, his dad, or his... Bilbo. Bilbo, thank so you. So probably the Hobbit we were talking about. Yeah, we are probably talking um, about the Hobbit. So we were playing Rainbow Six Siege, and we were talking about how Fortnite was pissing on Apple by putting the bad Apple in their game. The yeah. skin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the Japanese flag was. it was because I so a few months before that started, like I had gone to a work uh, a work trip to Japan in mm. February of 2020, and um, so we talked about like some of my experiences there. We talked about some of the things I'd seen. Yeah. Uh, okay. And also Blues Brothers because we watched that movie. Yes, and I didn't realize it was the unextended, the super extended cut, so it took like twice <laughs> as long. God, where they had like 18 million cars crashing. Yeah. Uh, then we had Helsing. Uh, another man. I've watched a lot of vampire shit this this year. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Helsing um, and Donkey from Shrek again. Yeah, I guess we talked about Shrek again. Uh, and I, aliens. Hmm. Aliens. The aliens was because of um. Ah, shit. What was it? That was when we were talking about like conspiracy theories, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Actually, that's why you have that little eyeball there too, because we were talking about conspiracies. I think that was the um, that book that I fucking read, the inside the mind kind of thing, where this crazy lady talked about like um, going like talking to people and finding out their past lives, um, and some of them like was a royalty who talked to an alien and they beamed him up to another fucking planet or something. <laughs> it was some weird shit. I didn't even finish that book. It was so... It was very boring and ridiculous at the same time. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm going through... Like, so the next one was our our very first... Our very first US first UK discussion. It was. And we had the, uh, the US versus... UK um, person. Actually, that's Thomas that's, Shelby. Well, yeah, because the, the the other two topics of that was um, passengers. Passengers, great movie. Still love yeah. that movie. Um, and then Thomas Shelby from the Peaky uh, Blinders. Blinders. By order, order Peaky Blinders. Fucking yeah. love Arthur Shelby. Not the guy in the thumbnail, but. <laughs> I mean, he's also fucking cool. I've actually been, while I've been playing Dyson Sphere, I've actually been uh, re-watching a bit of Piggy Blinders. Oh, nice. I've been kind of, like, skipping through it to get to the parts that I enjoy, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, like, the, the, there's certainly seasons that are... We've talked about that throughout podcasts. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Uh, okay, surprisingly old topic. Does that say mortality? Uh... Hold on, let me... I'm going to zoom in on here so you can see it better. Yeah. Uh, is that a penguin? Yeah. I Can you see it better now? I think that says morality. Um, 
apparently I wasn't too great at the thumbnails. <laughs> oh wait, no, I skipped one. I skipped one. Oh my god, you did. Got... You jumped over this one. So uh, this yeah. this is the one where like you see you have uh, the female Commander Shepard from Mass Effect. Oh yeah. A sandworm and a bat. Um, yeah. So the worm was from Dune. I was talking about the the upcoming film. I don't know if that's come out yet or not. Yeah, I don't know either. I haven't seen it. I feel like I've I did enjoy it. the Doom book, like the original one. Mm. But the Mass Effect one was because I had just recently, at the time, beaten the entire Mass Effect trilogy again. Right. Okay. And the bat? I haven't got a fucking clue about the bat, honestly. Like, like, I I had been watching. I don't know if it was around that time, but I was watching a YouTube channel. These adorable bats, and they, they are pretty fucking cute. Um. <laughs> That could have just been... I could have been talking about that YouTube channel. Who knows? It's entirely plausible. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the next one, the one that you're going with morality, that's because we were... Um, we were talking about... We just watched um, Venom. Oh, that's the that's what the thing at the end is. I couldn't see what it was. It's the yeah, mask of Venom. Yeah, it's a Venom one with fucking Tom Hardy eating people. Yeah, God, that was such a good film. Ugh, I really should was. watch that again. I don't remember um, what the wolf is there for, though. It's a dragon. Is it a dragon? I think that was me talking about Monster Hunter. Oh, that's possible, yeah. Because uh, they do have some weird fucking concepts in that game. God, it's crazy thinking this was only a year back. Yeah, I mean, some of it feels like longer, some of it feels like a lot shorter. <laughs> uh, so next was A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale, also great move. <laughs> fucking great movie. Yeah, very um, old, but very good. And probably one of the first uh, times we decided to shit on social media, Twitter and oh, Facebook yeah. there in the thumbnail. Yep. I mean, we're assuming that we shat on them. The fact that they have their icons in the thumbnail probably means we shat on them. Um, the cake? Do you know what the cake was about? Not a fucking clue. I might have just had a really nice dessert or something, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this. Th keep in mind at this point, we're only on podcast 10. We, this is true. We were still playing it fast and loose at that point. Yeah. Speaking uh, of fast and loose, Shia LaBeouf with American football and Jesus with Great British football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Shia LaBeef. Uh, yes. I see we're Transformers, probably. It's possible. We, I mean, we're talking about celebrity cringe in general. No, it may have been That's about... Uh, do you remember the Shia LaBeouf, he will not divide his shit? Yeah, it could have been. But I think that was more recent. I think, yeah, I think it was too, but... Oh, and why God. was Jesus in there? <laughs> I have no idea why Jesus is in this thumbnail. <laughs> he's got shades on, because he's cool. Oh my God, the fucking... Oh my God, and then, no, next one, Podcast 12, the first Troy. time we do Eye of Argon. Look. Oh yeah, it's the first Eye of Argon, holy crap. Man, that was a big one, because that was Troy, which... Troy, was great movie. Film. Great movie, yeah, I think we although split that into two parts. Didn't we? we we had to, yeah, and I'm kind of disappointed because the version Netflix had was not the extended cut, and the extended cut is so much better. Like right, some okay. some movies just needlessly add length when they do the extended cut. Troy did not. Troy mm. added context, yeah, and character development, and all of this other fun stuff with the extended cut. So yeah, I have Argon. That was fucking hilarious at the time. I I need to rewatch that one. God, I feel like there's a lot I need to rewatch. The fucking her what was it? Her emerald orbs to describe her eyes. Yeah, the gem talk is ridiculous. Um, 
and RuneScape economics, I was talking about, what was it, like Venezuela or something? And how the economics relied on RuneScape to give people jobs. <laughs> yes! Um, oh my god. Yeah, god, I talked your ear off about that, holy crap. <laughs> Honestly, I love the whole idea of, like, MMO. Uh, well, it, earlier this... Earlier this podcast, we were talking about MMOs. I mean, they really do have worlds unto themselves. Yeah, they are big money-making schemes at the end of the day. (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day. But they're they're more than that, though. Like, granted, the companies that make them make money off of them. But the people who play in them actually do get some amount of value from them. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Yeah, they're a whole different kind of game. Um... Anyway, uh, then we went to 14, then 13, so 13 Yeah, so, so for some reason my YouTube playlist is fucked up, so 14 comes first. Let's, let's, no, uh... That wasn't them fucking us, that was us fucking with us. Wait, was it? Yeah, because, um... We had to record that Halloween and put it out ASAP. You're right, because that was when we realized that we couldn't record a special the day of and then publish. Yeah, this is, yeah, okay. Yeah, so we just panicked and put it out. The one before. Uh, so podcast 14 went out before podcast 13. But, and here's the big but, that yeah. was the first quiz. You're all, that's why I have the crown in the thumbnail. That's why you got the crown. And that was the, like, so at that point, and for a while, you'll notice, I only ever put our faces in the quiz, um, quiz ones. Yeah. In the end, I was just like, fuck it, it's more fun sometimes just th- to, to have, have our faces out there, you know, why not? Yeah. Um... Also, it was a very stylized thumbnail, which I actually, looking back at it, I really do quite like it. Um, it, it stands <laughs> out. Like it, it does stand out. Yeah, but it did take me like three times the amount of time. <laughs> so I think I always got lazy. But... I, but I mean, to be, I can sympathize having done thumbnails now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, but no, God, another, that was a really, that was a lot of new stuff in that one. But then uh, podcast thirteen, which came out after podcast fourteen. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't remember what shade PS Five were throwing, but um, well, I think it was one of those things that like they were not available anywhere. Yeah, I, um, I think they did. The, the system just wasn't very good at that point. Like there was mm. a lot of bugs with it or something. Um, yeah, I I can't really remember it either. I mean, at yeah, this I point, haven't got a PS5, so I don't really can't really talk. Yeah, ne- <laughs> neither do I. I mean, again, even if I had the ability to get one, an Xbox guy, oh. I've I've got a I've got an Xbox Series X. It's because the fucking controller would like even when it wasn't on, it would have the microphone on so it could listen to you. Oh, was that? Oh, that was. I remember that. Yeah. God. Uh, oh, again, the I fox. The it. fox is because the British were allowing fox hunting again, I think, or something like that. Uh, yeah, no, there was like an article on it, and some people getting outraged. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the frog is obvious because it was that uh, we watched Princess Disney. and the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Uh, by that the way. was. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna say that a lot, but I think we've watched. We've been pretty lucky with the movies we've watched. Yeah, I mean, it's um, rare that we. The, the format we use to do movie night has actually been very helpful. Like, we, mm. we are, like, Rotating. one of us chooses a movie that some of us have not seen, and then goes, like, I really like this movie. Let's all watch it together. Yeah. And because uh, of that, we usually end up with good movies. And then we also talked about 
how early is it to start eating mince pies and talking about Christmas songs? Yeah, which <laughs> I remember intense disagreement on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because you didn't think... Well, you don't even have mince pies, so it's kind of we, like... we Well, we don't... You're right. We don't have mince pies. Yeah. But my personal opinion is that I'm perfectly fine with festive stuff happening any time of the year. I'll, yeah, sing, I said, I'll sing Christmas songs in July. Like, I really like mince pies, but I don't think they should start until December the 1st. I'm, hell, it's July right now. Though the weather no, outside no, is... Thank sorry. you, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next one. Uh, Sweeney Todd, what a movie. I fucking love Sweeney Todd. Dude, I, I did <laughs> that as a Halloween costume for two years straight. I love that yeah, movie I've so fucking Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, politics could be anything, honestly. Yeah, at, the, at that point in time, who knows? I, I don't and remember where that went. At the time, though, that probably would have been like late November. Uh, what American politics or British politics? Do you think? Probably American, because nothing interesting happens in England. Yeah, well, I mean, not normally. Some, some, some interesting stuff happens there. Yeah, very occasionally. Um, and we talked about endings for like games with that, which is why, yeah, which is yeah. why the uh, Walking Dead shows up there. But Swing yeah. Todd's so fucking awesome. It is holy fuck. Did Just I, the, the soundtrack on its own is. Oof. Did I I could watch that movie like I have personally when I've had to do like work around my house or something like that. I've put Sweeney Todd on the TV and just like had it playing in my apartment, and yeah. then you are a big fan of the Macabre. I like the depressing humor. Yeah, no, no tragedies make me happy. Yeah. I think my, uh, my emotions are wired in reverse. Yeah, I think it's a great thing for Halloween. I don't know if I'll just watch it on any other day. Mm. Uh, Next Vikings. one. Vikings. Oh, God, that bored me for so many weeks. <laughs> I loved Vikings. Uh, I, I I still, by the way, I still haven't finished the series. <sighs> I still haven't finished the series, but I fucking loved the series uh, when I was watching it up to the point. Yeah. I think I... I I started to stall out around episode, not episode, but season six or seven, maybe. Yeah, you kind of came back to it a bit later, though. I did, but I still haven't finished it. I need mm. to, but I haven't. I think the smartwatches thing was like basically having a phone on your watch now. No, smartwatches like... are fucking dumbass technology. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we weren't must fans of them, and they're so expensive now. Um. And probably shitting on Twitter. No, that was us telling people that we had a Twitter account. We, we do have a Twitter account, which you have yeah. access to. And I, as far as I know, we haven't used we in haven't a while. No, because it's not, it's, it's not getting any traction, so I'm To be putting fair, it Twitter is a dying platform. Yeah. We and should we, probably... We shit on it so much that we probably shouldn't be on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, we hate Twitter. Check out our Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, not everyone is an asshole on Twitter, it's just the things that get popular on Twitter are asshole things. Yeah. yeah the so you things, only see the assholes. It's the reason that, oh my god, um, what was trending on Twitter the other day? It was, um... Oh, that's what it was. The N-word was trending on Twitter the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. Like, there's some weird words that get picked up in the algorithms. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but let's, let's not dwell on that. Um, 
All right, so next. This one. This was a big one for me. I, I had a fucking heart-to-heart on this one. What, the bullying um, one? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the original context for it was, but I remember we went into great detail on... Uh, like online bullying and things. So, and this is one that I have very complicated opinions on. Yeah. Like, if I think that overall, like, for lack of a better term, soft bullying is a good thing. To thicken the skin. Exactly. It's it's like um you know it's better for you to be exposed to a bunch of things as a kid so that your immune system builds up so that you're it's stronger as an adult. It's the same sort of thing. It, it, honestly, it's the same as working out. You lift weights. Sorry, no, no. All I was going to say is you you lift weights so you build up muscle so that you know you're you're good when it happens. Yeah, I am a full advocate of tough love to build up your immune system, but I don't think bullying is something that helps. I think building something that breaks you down as opposed to building you up. And I think that's uh, that's the important distinction to make, is the difference between yeah. bullying and just, like, general yeah, yeah, for lack of a better word, like, emotional jostling. And somehow I fit uh, Payday 2 masks and uh, Godhood <laughs> in there. <laughs> well, you've been playing that game quite a bit. Yeah, Godhood does it fresh game i didn't actually end up playing that as much i do have to say and i don't nice i don't concept. remember if i talked about it during this podcast but one of my favorite thing what well, my favorite but one of the things that i consider the most valuable thing that uh my father ever taught me growing up was yeah. was like how to fall properly like and i don't mean in some metaphorical sense i mean literally fall yeah yeah like he he taught me how to fall and not like you know injure myself <laughs> And, um, I consider, like, to take that to a metaphorical sense, I think that's something that every kid should learn. Like, every kid should learn how to take a hit, how to fall down, and how to get back up without, you know, being seriously injured. Whether it's metaphorical, emotional, or physical. Yeah. Anyway, Uh... moving on. Well, then your face is in the next one, so that must have been the next quiz. Yeah, for a, can we talk about for a while, I was the only person who showed up in, like, with my beautiful so face. So, I, I didn't have a camera at all for the longest time. Um, like, just, I just didn't have a camera. And I was also kind of on the fence whether I wanted uh, us to be, like, you know, live... Don't get me wrong. My face is on the channel anyway. Because it's in your old um, holiday videos. Yeah. But it's kind of a different thing. Because this is specifically for the podcast. But well, it ended up happening later when I had a good camera and, you know. When, to be fair, like, I have a similar concern. Like, I work for... I work for a company that is... In Massachusetts... Which means <laughs> that yeah. it has certain opinions, and if yeah. I say anything that's a bit controversial, and I am connected, you don't want it to affect that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a possibility that I could get fired. So, like, I have a hesitation about having my face on things, but at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. No, uh, so that was Thanksgiving quiz. 
So I, I, I think this was when I was just quizzing you. Yes, uh, we hadn't still. gotten to the point where I did a quiz for you yet. Because, I mean, the first time you didn't even know it was coming, and I suddenly was like, by the way, and you popped 20 it. questions. But, but again, this is, this is the magical time when we're still thinking up new segments. and Yeah, which we still do do. I mean, the, the book I mean, this re- is a new segment. <laughs> this is, and honestly, the book review segments are new. Like, us talking about Red Rising... Yeah, I mean, it started with the uh, taco making. It did dinosaurs. start with the dinosaurs. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, is a really short one. Yeah, the one after uh, that. Yeah, no, it was. It wasn't that long a pod. I mean, to be fair, our target length is an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. So technically, to go, but like the moment it doesn't say an hour forty or above, I'm like, <laughs> that was a short one. <laughs> we we tend to miss that target quite a bit, but. Yeah, so, this was talking about old Pokemon cards. Old Pokemon cards, and actually we're talking about um, uh, Boondock Saints. Boondock, I keep wanting to say Boston Saints still. <laughs> it's the most Boston of the Boston movies. Yeah. Um, why is Naruto there? Uh, I'm pretty sure we were talking about Naruto, too. Yeah, but, like... Okay. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> what I mean is, like, I think we were talking about... Um, I don't oh, remember. Because I'd, I'd played Ninja you'd, Storm this year. You had been playing a lot of the Naruto video game, and I was talking about the right. Naruto anime, and we were kind of talking about the storyline. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk in the next one. Having a big one for you. We were just going to gloss over Boston time. <laughs> but yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is there anything interesting in Boston you'd like to tell me about, Kose? <laughs> Yeah, we threw your fucking no. tea in Next. the goddamn harbor. <laughs> um, yeah, Cyberpunk. It's honestly, Cyberpunk, fucking awesome game. I know it came out glitchy, and I know it didn't run on anything besides a fucking super processor, but yeah. I loved it. I fucking loved the game. It had its flaws. There were problems. But it was yeah. clear that it was a fucking labor of love. And I loved that game. The characters were awesome. The story was awesome. I have currently beat that game two and a half times. And the first two times, I 100%ed it. It's two completely different characters. Yeah, you gotta just look past the incredibly large snaggletooth. um, And then you can enjoy it. I mean, to be fair, like, it also is a fun game in terms of, like, the, uh, the gameplay. Yeah. Like it, do you remember what the other two... To- sorry. The other two topics? Yeah, uh, I do. I don't. <laughs> I, see okay. Bud, I see Bud Light and a dude in a suit. So the Bud Light was that person who was like 90 years old lady. And she got coronavirus and she got through it and she was like, Fuck yes, had a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, something like that, and it was like it was just a badass moment where this old lady was like, "Fuck you, coronavirus, not this time." Um, old people are fucking epic. And James Corden, he was up there because he played a uh, I can't remember if it was a gay or a trans person, and everyone exploded because he was a not one person? of those things. It does. It yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, and. Yeah, so they're saying it's These like days, if you away. don't have the same fingernail length as somebody who you're supposed to be playing, people get pissy, so... 
Yeah. I assume it was a transgender thing. Yeah, probably. Um, but, yeah, it's just some people taking it too far. Uh, Christopher, that was the first one that you quizzed me, I think. It was the end of the year, I mean. Yeah, that's why well, we're, we're coming up on it. Yeah, so the next one, Podcast 21, the Christmas special. Yeah, uh, Elf on a Shelf with cocaine, because... Was that? No, The Godfather wasn't for another two episodes. No, it wasn't, um, but I, I had no idea what Elf on Godfather. a Shelf was. Didn't you? No, no, it's... it Like, I knew that it existed, but my family never did it. Well, mine didn't either. I can't remember how we got to that. <laughs> then we've got you uh, as the Blue Bears of Santa Claus, because I did give you a Christmas quiz. Yeah. And then and we have Scrooge some... McDuck, uh, because I don't know why. I, I can't remember. It was just very Christmassy things. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there are good reasons for it all. Uh, Alright, and then guess... the New Year one. Yes. Uh, with some... What's that? Uh, uh, so... Rise of Industry was the Factorio game. Lord of the Rings, because I had been watching the Lord of the Rings movies again over the holiday. Yeah, some kind of fitness. Oh, the um, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, which, by the way, I've been keeping to my New Year's resolution pretty well. Yeah, I did mine for quite a while. I mean, I'm still kind of keeping fit. I'm just doing anaerobic as opposed to aerobic exercise now. So, my, my New Year's resolution, which I will say right now, I have yeah. been, um, my resolution was that I would do and log something productive every morning before I had breakfast. Yeah. And currently I'm on day 205 of that resolution. <laughs> and I've not had breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I have still not eaten. Um, but no, no, uh, like the, so I, I, I did give some restrictions on that. It was like at, at least four days a week. Um, but I've actually exceeded that most weeks. So for most weeks, I've been six days a week. I do something productive before breakfast and I log what it is in my notebook. Mm. I think there's only been a couple weeks where I've gone below that. And that's been like five days a week or something like that. But yeah, overall it's been, it's been a pretty positive thing in my life. Like I, uh, I'm maintaining my condo better. Like I'm feeling... It's one of those things that I feel like it's very important, especially when we're kind of locked inside for this amount of time. Hmm. Uh, Shall we continue? Yeah, the uh, the original, the first long story short. Oh, the very first uh, one that we, we had. We haven't done that in a while, actually. <laughs> the long story short has been a while. Well, I mean, I think we, we overused it a bit. Yeah, I mean, we were doing it once a month, I think. We yeah, should have been. For a while. Uh, Tony Montana there, of course, Scarface. God, I didn't realize Scarface was that long ago. Oh, and then here yeah. we go. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the one right below Yeah, I know, that. I know, you have. Uh, the... We talked about um, branding in movies and how, like, some people just get fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, go on, Kaiser. And then comes the Dino Tacos. <laughs> the, uh, no, that wasn't the tacos. That was No, fishing. used fishing. Yeah, Fishing was I, yours. I, Tacos was me. Yeah. But um, uh, in this episode, we did also talk about, and I don't want to gloss over it, is Interstellar 555. Five. Yeah. Not my favorite film. I'm sorry. I love that movie. Yeah, no, that's fine. But it wasn't mine. 
Uh, it's fine. You were born in a different decade. <laughs> well, look like I love Scarface, and that was a long time before. <laughs> shit. True. True. <laughs> Uh, and I guess we talked about gadgets and games, what was probably... I think we talked about the Batarang a lot. Yeah, we talked about the Batarang, the Hookshot, and, like, all of these mm. other things that, like, show up in a lot of games like that. Yeah. Ah, but here, this is a good movie coming up. Oh, Hot yeah. Fuzz. I fucking... Th oh. that, that movie was awesome. It really fucking is. Uh, we still need to watch the other two Cornetto Trilogy films, especially the Shaun of the Dead one. I'd, I would like to see them. I, I did love his character in that movie, though, of the like the guy who's just like such a like by the book detective that you know he won't even have a pint of beer. He's just like, yeah. Gonna... Oh man, uh, yeah, that epic showdown, so cool. Um, Cobra Kai, the Netflix series. It I was, was yeah, yeah. It was. It also, which kind of throws into sharp relief like how far netflix has fallen i mean it was it, it, it was, was good. good it was good but the, the series worse. i was talking about earlier the uh, masters of the universe yeah it's kind of fallen off the deep end i think we talk at some point about the point where they do the uh the dancing girls thing maybe the the twitter thing oh I remember this. This is okay. this is one of the ones where uh, Twitter had like the biggest balls known to man, and they fucking uh, banned the sitting president of the United yeah, States. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, Oof. it's rare that you ban someone that can nuke your ass. <laughs> well, can he? No, he can't actually. <laughs> Which is why they did it. But partially he could. Um, yeah. It's still it was still a very fucked up thing to do. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit overreaching their boundaries. Yeah. Um, the we're at the halfway mark, half a year of podcasting. We are indeed. Next one, we've got a picture of me looking angry, a ring, and an alien. Yeah, so we watched uh, the first alien film, I guess, at this point. Uh. I don't know what the ring was about, but I'm pretty sure it's the ring with Toothless on it. Um, maybe we watched How to Train Your Dragon at some point? I don't think we did. No. Something to do with rings. Maybe jewelry? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, Doesn't and, matter. Yeah. Uh, it must have been a quiz segment because your face is there. It, well, I mean, it's the half a year. I probably had you think of a quiz about like what the, the podcast podcasts. has been. Yeah, 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 yeah. I probably made about three questions about the podcast, and then the rest were like random trivia. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one, uh, we had the uh, a stonking great week, as I wrote. Oh it. God, yeah, the stonks, the GameStop. Yeah, I made quite a bit of money off that. Indeed. And what's the, what's in the purple book? The pink book? Um, I can't actually see Enhance. it. Enhance. <laughs> uh, oh. Wow, that didn't work. Oh, no. You just... Oh. You know, I could when... just pull up the actual thumbnail. You, you could do. <laughs> in fact, I, maybe I should do it because you've got the recording going. 
So for reference to the people who are listening, I'm like I'm actually going through the YouTube playlist of this podcast. And I'm, I'm, like, looking at each of the podcasts and going into each of the thumbnails. So this was uh, a long story short one. It's The book says, When Gollum Fought the Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you had, I think it gave you a Lord of the Rings thing. And you, you said, like, the American Civil War, and I got the completely wrong war. Oh yes, no, I remember this. I think this is Yeah, I, no, I said the Span that. no, it was the Spanish American War. And um it. you had never heard of the Spanish American War. Yeah. And so you just like completely went off in a random direction. Uh as to why there is a tracer with Hanzo's bow and Roadhog's face, I can't remember. <laughs> I mean uh, for those I that want to know. For those that want to know, listen to Podcast 27. Yeah, I'm sure it's relevant. <laughs> oh my god. And then comes Podcast 28, which is named Strange Love. I'm not... Strange Love. Oh, hang on, I've, I've lost you. Here we go. Uh, okay, so that was Twilight, right? No, it was the original Vampire book. Yeah, yeah, the... Um, sorry, it, it's the... Uh, god, what's it called? Uh, True Blood. Mm. And I was playing Hitman at the time. And then... And then the tacos were born. <laughs> the weird ass. So that was Kaiser's turn to read a dinosaur porn to book. Read, yeah, dinosaur erotica. Which uh, I, I... I took... I took seriously. I took two, yeah. pa I took two pages of notes. Yeah, and yours was like twice as long as mine. It's 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 a thing for the bucket list, mate. You can't you can't kick the bucket until you know you've read some dinosaur porn. I honestly so the 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 funny thing was the message that I got from from my, from Emily, the um just I didn't think they'd actually have sex with the dinosaur. <laughs> yep. It's like nope. It's a weird part of uh, Audible <laughs> that that came from. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, that was the last time you did anything like that. Yeah, I don't think we've actually come back. I love how you put Swoon uh, next to the dinosaur yeah, cover. Pimp My Dino or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. No, no, it was, uh, it was it was Dino Pimp. Yeah. So... Uh, the next uh, one then is... There was the... a comedian that I was finding fucking hilarious at the time. <laughs> uh, so that's why she was there. Uh, Baby Yoda's on the screen. Because why not? I guess the Mandalorian was being watched by Kaiser. Who's gone. Uh, and Rogue Legacy, I was playing that, the new Rogue Legacy 2 that came out. Wasn't as good as the old one. Uh, yeah, but you're right. No, um... I was watching, uh... I was watching Mandalorian at the time. It, it was the, the time that I finally caved. Like, I'd heard a lot of good reviews about it. Did you buy a Disney Plus? I did. Ugh. I'm kind shame. of embarrassed that I did, but I did. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? Like some things were worth it. Because I could watch the original Star Wars movies. True. And the first two seasons of The Mandalorian were really good. Yeah. Um <sighs> I don't know. They haven't come out with anything else since then. 
Wow. We came out with something since then. It's my beautiful face on the thumbnail. On the next one, because you actually show up on there surviving Nick Cage with those. Ah, that Nick Cage film. What was it? Five Nights? It's not Five Nights. Uh, It was, um... Uh... Fuzzy's something. Uh, something Playhouse. uh, Something like that. Yeah, fucking hilarious film. Basically, it was Five Nights at Freddy's, but with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, as a movie. God, it was funny. Um, and I guess that was when Valheim kicked up large. Yeah, um, and I tried to get into that, but I really didn't. Yeah, that was partially my fault, partially. It just wasn't a game that you were seeking, I don't think. I, at the time, like, I wasn't really into that sort of thing. And I also, you guys got way, way far ahead of me. Yeah. I've been, I very much got gripped by that game. I feel like a lot of other people didn't. Um, and I was kind of impatient to play it, and so I just played it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, how, the Good Omens. I mean, unless you're watching. Are, uh, I think you're skipping one. I think you're skipping oh, one. Oh, did I? I didn't. Uh, the Corporate Saiyans. Yeah. That's got Rip, uh, the David Tennant on it. Oh, I guess. Uh, sorry, looking at the the one above and the one below. <laughs> there's there's two where you talked about good omens. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because of the series. Uh, I don't think we talked about the office. I can't remember what that was from though. Maybe it was. No, it well, it, it may have been. Um, and uh, I guess we talked about overpowered. I don't know. Like no, no. Those, no, what what that it's about is we were talking about cause we that was when we decided to start playing Sonic Adventure Two Battle over the Steam Connect Play. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Which is why you see Sonic the Hedgehog there as a fucking Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we have a Death Star. I can't wait. Death Stars there. Ah, uh, was that the um? No, I'm thinking Lord of the Rings. You know me. I have no idea what the Death Star was about, but... I do. Uh, do you? Alright, tell me. It was about... I think it was a Critical Drinker episode where he said, like, the the fact that there's a weapon that can blow up planets just makes the whole thing ridiculous. And they kept they ha- kept having to go bigger, and so in, like, the latest Star Wars series, they have, He's like, the a one. fleet of things that can annihilate the he universe. Can, he can destroy just... entire, like, all the planets. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. It's no longer a threat, it's just... A checkmate, and it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me talk more about good omens. And oh, we opened Kaiser's mind that day to, to the realization that narwhals, the unicorns of the sea, are in fact I did real. not know. I thought <laughs> narwhals were a fictional creature. I thought that I. To this day, I can't believe I went through my entire life without actually realizing. Because I know so much useless trivia, mm. and somehow. I had no idea that narwhals were real. Yeah. And that was also when we started talking about the Jezebel site, because that was when I found the thing that we talked about the ne- the week after. Which, was which is the, why um, the episode is called Feminist Space Narwhals. Yeah. <laughs> the episode after, it was... What film was it? Um, um, Love Actually. That was it. Oh, yeah. And went yeah. through that article... About that person shitting on everything. Oh, God. <laughs> what a vile person. It was just somebody who was very, very... 
unhappy. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then we made it all better by reading Eye of Argon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Looking back at the, the next episode, you have the Jezebel, you have positivity. Uh, yeah, and I... then the episode after. Yeah, but your face is on twice. That's, well, you're the one in charge of the thumbnail, so that's your fault. Yeah, well, it, I was doing that meme where they, they had, like, the, not this, but this. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this one, we were talking about, um, oh, what's that, uh, game? Mass Effect? No, god damn it, not Mass Effect. No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky. We were talking about yeah. No Man's Sky and how they had done a bunch of updates, and how when I bought the game, I felt gypped and cheated, and... Well, think... we didn't talk about the updates because we didn't know about the updates. Stuff, but we just talked about how shit the game was. No, no, but you were talking about how there had been updates. I think that was the next one because you can see from the thumbnail. No, no, this was the episode that you talked about how there were updates and you were going to check them out and on the next episode okay. you were going to talk about them. Gotcha, right, right. And, and I was talking about how they had censored the new Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition by uh, taking out a very shapely ass. Yeah, the ass gate. Indeed. Um, yeah, God, that took me a while for that thumbnail to get on <laughs> all the shapes. I mean, I, I, I do really like that thumbnail. So many assets. Now, the next one <laughs> was just a movie I really liked. Uh, Who's your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> Let's play a game. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Yep. Hold on. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh, and yeah, I started playing No Man's Sky and I still got bored to tears by it, but they were at least releasing stuff and some people enjoyed it. I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the title. Frodo's Fat Friend. Yeah, you mistyped there. I did, in fact, not write. Hmm. <laughs> But back in the early days, there'd be like every other day when you get a message from me in the morning saying, "By the way, your latest video has a ten-minute black spot at the beginning where nothing is said." I, <laughs> I did have to sort of like brute force my way into like figuring out how to edit. <laughs> um, but to be fair, how many times have we talked about Frodo and Sam being gay? I don't think we ever have. Because I think that came up pretty recently, and in this title, we're talking about Frodo's fat <laughs> I don't remember talking about them being gay. I mean, recently we did. Yeah. I just remember Frodo's fat friend being one of your, the quotes, your quotes from that episode. Um, the episode after, we did Going Postal, the Terry Pratchett film great one and you used this uh actually a cutout for me in high school yeah uh it's because you're talking about the, the it, that was the one where we were talking about like i just throw out a topic and you make a story about it from your life oh okay so the first story time episode yeah and we did have uh, loot box stories in there too which is why you have the bit in there from uh yeah i want to say that's a thing yeah Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to realize you were guessing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the really scummy loot boxes. Um, and the ethics behind it. Alright, and then... 
move on to episode 37 science mm-hmm. is magic and magic is a weapon uh yeah heroin speed running game lots of fun i really enjoyed that I don't one of the ones really that i did yet. i did it for a five second attention span and then you ended yeah. up playing it and getting some kind of a record and con- contacting the developer at one point yeah talking to him about the game because yeah it was really interesting i got i think the seventh in the world and I was bear making, in mind there was like not many people playing at that point. And I was making a point uh, about how Harry Potter was essentially like a libertarian paradise where like, even the children are armed. <laughs> uh, Harry, yes, oh, yeah, yeah. and um, I don't know what the exclamation mark question mark was. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, both of our faces in the next one. This was Point Man Blank or something. Gross point blank. Gross man? point blank. Gross point blank. Okay. Great movie. Uh, a movie about a hitman who goes back to a high school reunion. Uh, there's me and Bunny is. I honestly. Maybe it was Easter. It was Easter because you got eggs next to you. That's it a good was point. Uh, okay. one of the quizzes. It was an Easter quiz. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Some of the, ironically, some of the more recent ones are the ones we're having more trouble figuring out what they were. Um, uh, next one, Invincible. Digimon. And Invincible. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, not the oh, the fucking um, goblins being, like, a bad reference to Jewish people. <laughs> Which still seems weird to me. It seems like such a stretch. Yeah, how it's like, like when really that, that money YouTube channel um, there's a YouTube channel uh, extra credits. They they were saying like uh, orcs were black people. Uh, yeah, like, that that seems kind of fucked up. Like no, yeah, especially because orcs are generally green. Traditionally, yeah, it just it, one of those things that just kind of crossing yeah. the line here. All right, anyway. Next, we're we're moving along a little little quickly because we uh, we were a little bit more. Uh, yep, I have Argon. Um, meandering in the first part. The Alicia's film I can't remember what it was called um, with the the pirate. In the oh, dress. Star uh, Stardust or something like that. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. We what had a lot of arguments I, about that. I know, but I I liked it. Yep, and more Invincible talk. Yep, the fin- the finale of that series, which, by the way, the main character's father just being the best antagonist I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome, dude. Um, next one. Judge Dredd, that fucking film. Also, fucking excellent movie. And the, yeah. uh, <laughs> the panda. The panda, yeah, the ads... Uh, oh my god, that's so good. Instagram banning military accounts. Yeah, again, which is just weird. Uh, and I don't know, like, is that Dylan Moran on the bottom right? I can't really see him. Sorry, which one are you looking at? Uh, number, I can't even read the number because it's so behind four, the So 42 is the next one, and that's where we did, um, yeah. Les, uh, Les, Les Miserables, Miserables. or yeah. Less Miserables. Uh, and I, I watched guess Dumbo, the did, live action. Oh, did, oh, that that okay. I think I assume that was when that was. Uh, Another good one. Epic um, fail. 
uh, the next one where you are pasting yourself on <laughs> the big zombie titty lady? Uh, Miss uh, Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> I've been watching Markiplier play it um, on YouTube. Uh, so we talked about Resident Evil and how it's adapted through the years and how it's changed. Yeah. Uh, and some of the horrible glitches in the game. Uh, we did. I posed the question to you uh, if it was an all-meat society or an all-vegetarian society. Which is where we get that kind of stabby motion there. Yeah, we never actually revisited that topic. And I think that was really... The, not that topic, but that... Um, that idea, segment. yeah. Segment, yeah. The idea uh, of choosing one option or the other. Yeah, I'd like to do yeah. that again. And Twitch hot tub streams were, like, big at that time. And people making a lot of money twitching with hot tub live streams. And shabam, all the thoughts. Yeah. Uh, getting quite close to us now. Uh, we had the... I can't remember what the pirate thing was. Uh, the queen was because it was a history quiz I was giving you. Mm. Uh, I think we were calling, talking about rum. The calling was that terrible advert put out by the American military. Oh god, that was so fucking stupid. And yeah, something about rum. Probably piratey. <laughs> we... Mm. Was that part of the Caribbean week? I, It may have been. We did watch that movie. I think it must have been, yeah. Then next we get Yu-Gi-Oh! and Zeus and... One Piece? And whatever the hell that is. That's Choppa, Choppa-san. And uh, Jazzy Jeff, of course. Oh, yeah, he's got to be in there. Yeah. And then uh, finally, we're starting to get closer. Quickly. Yep, this was a big episode, because this is like the origins of Blue Bear, and it was also the first Red Rising uh, book review we did. Yeah, and I really, really went in depth on that book. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was worth it. That was such a good book. Uh, better than the others, I would say, in the series. And then we hit the uh, the weird, woke Lord of the Rings uh, conference. Yeah, also the Discord um, radio channel thing happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, where we're talking about those two uh, two religious guys. God, yeah, that was, that was weird. Um, yes, woke Lord of the Rings, uh, Red Rising Part 2, uh, maps? Yeah. I don't know. How maps used to be better or something. Yeah. Uh, the start of Castlevania. Um, yep. We watched the... No, wait, you and your dad talked about The Godfather, I think. That's, That's right, yeah, yeah, I had that video there. Mm. And delicious food. No, was it delicious food or was it weird food? I can't remember. I don't either. Mm. It's well, weird it's that we remember things video. that are, like, significantly further back in time. Well, it's just what the the image brings. It's like I'm not even reading the titles. I'm just looking at the pictures. <laughs> I'm I'm doing both. Yeah. Um, so we had the questioning the weird pride um, choices yeah, specifically, with their flag like yeah, the weird like kinky stuff, and it's just mm. well, those are, but the fact that like um, being it was, black it was is specific... now part of the pride flag. Well, there's that too, but it was also like the fact that they had kinky stuff, and they were saying it was a wholesome. Event oh, you can yeah, bring your kids to, and yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, no. Lost Samurai. Great movie. Pretty good film. Yep. Uh, and more Alucard. Also, I guess that was when he stamped his dad. 
also the next one is where we got to the next book and where I had to make the thumbnail myself. Yep, Golden Sun, I was on all day. So Kaiser had to make the thumbnail. Uh, we had started playing Dyson Sphere, so we started talking about that. And then finally, last but not least, Doctor Who, follow-up to Golden Sun, and Vacation Talk. Vacation Talk, yeah. Uh, which I had to make that thumbnail twice because I fucked up. <laughs> well, to be fair, if I had woken up on time, I probably could have warned you ahead of time, but I didn't. Yeah, it happens. I Yeah, I don't know. Not my best work, but not terrible. Uh, and has there been another one gone out since then? No, we are currently no, recording 52. number 52. Yes. Well, uh, I'm sure you'll see the thumbnail, see how terribly lazy I did, because it's three in the morning right now. Uh, well, to be fair, I mean, hopefully you'll take you'll take a little bit of time to make it. <laughs> yeah, not day and night, god no. Um, but yeah, um, holy fuck, a whole year, man. We have been doing this for a year. And I don't know about you, but I still look forward to this every week. Oh yes, it's um, it's not something that I, we don't plan much for it because we like to do things fast and loose as we always have done. But um, we've certainly got it a lot more. Uh, I don't say professional, but yeah, <laughs> refined. I think is a better way to put it. And yeah. and you're right. Like it's not something I go like dur during the week. I'll go like, oh, this might be a good thing to talk about. But it, I won't go like, alright, we need to go through these topics, we need to, it's not structured. The whole reason yeah. we started this was we thought that these random conversations that we had were kind of fun to listen to. Yeah. And you know, some people agree. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, put up with at least another year of this shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and man. next year we'll have twice as long a video segment three because we'll have twice as many videos. <laughs> now I say we start at year two next year. <laughs> Dear Christ! All right. Uh, Any final thoughts before we close everything out? Um, I'm just really glad this has happened. Um, and thank you everyone at home who's been with us for any amount of time. Uh, again, it's great whenever we hear feedback from you guys, and it's just great coming on here every week and talking. I, same, exactly the same sentiment. Thank you all for listening, and thank you all for sticking with us for however long you have. Um, but yeah, thank you. This is going to be the end of uh, episode 52 of the Team CJ podcast, the one year mark. We are done, and the next one is going to be Year 2, Episode 1. See Have, you then. Hope you've had a wonderful year. <laughs>